Well, it's, I find it funny because um, I actually pitched an idea for a joke that I haven't tried yet. But it's, uh, I said, I, <clears throat> I went camping in the mountains coming back from Manitoba this summer, and my mom was really worried about me um, you know, getting attacked by a bear. She says, you need bear spray. I said, no, no, Mom, don't worry about it. I, I have an idea. I always just camp next to uh, Americans. She goes, how do you know they're Americans? Well, because of how fat they are, Mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said that to this girl. She goes, well, you can't say that. I said, why? She goes, because you're a skinny white guy. Yeah, like, Americans are fat. Yeah. They're I, I, statistically the fattest country. They're like, like it's just a fat. They're in the top five for sure. I don't. No, think they so. are. The, they have the most they, obesity. Are they now? Because yeah. there was a, they were they were like down the. Scale I don't think last time I checked. I don't think that there's anybody that's even that close. I think Mexico is the next close. Yeah, they're with obesity, too. but they're not. But they're just that eating all close. the American food. Yeah, they're just <laughs> picking up. Like the coolest thing to do, I spent a ton of time in Mexico. The coolest thing to do in Mexico is to go to like a Starbucks and have a frappe, which is fucking eight thousand calories. For you. The one of the worst things for you. It's just pure sugar. They have some of the best, co- especially in like southern Mexico. They have some of the best coffee in the world, like the best coffee in the world. Really? Oh, oh dude. I can imagine. Yes, it's closer down, to the source, right? It's almost Guatemala. Like it's pretty much they share a mountain range with Guatemala, right? Mm. So it's like incredible coffee, and they go to fucking Starbucks, man. If that Amazon fire reaches <laughs> the place where they make coffee, we're all fucked. <laughs> we should just all oh, kill coffee ourselves. Comes, coffee comes from fucking <laughs> all over the place. I know. I'm gonna, I'm this gonna episode's like, brought to you by Starbucks. They're great people. This, this episode <laughs> is brought to you by anything but Starbucks. That <laughs> coffee is trash. It's so bad, dude. This is Real Garbage. Yes! Wow! <laughs> wow. So it's an unfamiliar That's... voice on the microphone. You guys have heard this. Is uh, my new friend, one of the very funny comedian from Victoria, BC, Zach Lewis. Hi, everybody. I'm, I'm Zach. We got uh, listeners from the States who are like, fuck you, man. Starbucks is good. But my dad's American. My Come dad's on, guys. American. Well, yeah, to finish off that joke I was talking about, I said, you don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be fast. Uh, you Americans, know, it's have to be willing yeah. to trip a fat kid. Yeah, I knew where you were going. <laughs> you almost have to, like, pull a fast one on him and do a, do a, do a, uh, you know, like a misdirection or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, someone else something said. Something that uh, they're not expecting it. Someone else said. Like, you've already called them fat. And then it's like, and then when the bear comes, you do something that's like the, the audience doesn't expect. Anyway, we're talking shop here, but. Talking shop. Well, they're, they, they're all armed. Someone's like, oh, because they're armed, right? I'm like, no, but that's an idea. You, sleep, <laughs> yeah. you stay beside them because they're armed. Yeah. 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 I don't know if they could bring their guns to Canada. Can they? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure they find a way. Don't take your guns to Canada. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they don't, they're not for having people take away their guns. I assume that's why they don't travel very much. Yeah, because they can't take their guns with them. My sister was going to move to, she's got this boyfriend. She was dating this guy in Florida. He's a SWAT team cop. Whoa. This guy's got, he's actually a really cool guy. She I always bet, she yeah. gravitates to the same type of guy, but this guy, I met him at Christmas, was like, wait, she finally picked a good one. Keep this one. I think they're on a break right now. But she went down there she for likes a visit. Like badass kind of like. She likes the guys larger than charge. Larger than charge. Always big and authority figures. Right. But they went shooting, and she showed me two suitcases of guns that he had. I'm like, God Jesus. damn, I want to go shooting with him. <laughs> so um, she goes, Well, I'm going to move to Florida probably next year, and I'm, I'm going to get a gun. I'm like, Why? What are you going to need? What do you need a gun for? She goes, For protection. I go, Rach, <laughs> do you need a gun now? <laughs> well, no. Then you shouldn't need one. <laughs> Why would you live somewhere where you think you need a gun? That, Florida, I've always said, is the crackhead of America. 
It is just, it's like that one it member is. of the family you don't talk to or talk about. You're like, mm, we don't talk to Florida. Florida is a basket case. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Florida's on meth for sure. Whenever you hear like, <laughs> oh, a Florida man, you know, snorted a line of meth and murdered well, you know why nineteen they can, giraffes. You know why they do that, right? It's because they can't actually release people's names, and that's why it's always Florida man Florida. or Florida woman. Like they're not allowed in the press to release specific names that of people, sense. and that's why it's always Florida man. Although Atlanta did do that. Did you watch? Have you watched Atlanta? So Atlanta has this bit, and God bless oh, fucking. Sorry to interrupt. What show? That's a uh, whose show is that? Somebody was telling me about it. D- uh, Donald Glover. Actually, okay. AKA yeah. Childish what, Gambino. Yeah. What is so it, it's what? a drama about like Atlanta rappers. Oh. And so there's this bit, and there's like this really weird kind of fucking almost like the dude like f- weird out there character that's kind of like... Like the Big Lebowski conspiracy. dude? Yeah, the dude, Big yeah. Lebowski dude. Like, he, he's kind of like zany and hairbrainy and shit. And he's talking about Florida man as like a particular person. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's great. It's a great bit. Like, it's a really good bit. They do it all the time. And then he keeps hearing these stories about Florida man, and he's like, hmm? You know See? who I'm talking about. <laughs> huh? Told you. Well, how out of the stories out of the states? I don't watch a lot of news. I used to work actually. I don't know if you knew this. I oh, used to work in the news for idea. like seven years of my life, no. behind the scenes in control rooms and stuff. The news, when you watch it every day, it makes you want to murder yourself or oh, other or other people. A terrible idea. I got out of that right quick in 2012. It's like looking at Facebook every day. Don't do it. Oh, I'm don't still, do it. Facebook. I don't cruise through as much as I used to. Uh, Instagram. I don't. They're know. all I don't bad. Know why well, I, can't I mean, stop. Facebook is essentially by and large. You know, it's like a 50% of newsreel now. You're going to find out a lot of the fucking... Yeah, it might not be (laughs) accurate, but you're going to find out about what a lot of the news that's circulating, you're going to... Might not be the best source of what's happening, but you're going to find out about it one way or another. You're going to find out what the popular topic of conversation. You probably want to go to a stronger source. More reliable More source. reliable source than your friend's angry post, but yeah, nevertheless. you're going to hear everybody's opinions on it, too. Oh, totally. And nobody's action. Yeah. This is how I feel, but I'm not going to do anything to stop that. Alright, so we're 15 minutes into this podcast, and we haven't talked about... 12 minutes, 12 4 minutes? seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was guessing, but I knew it was a pretty strong I always guess. try to think of some way to tie it in, but it, I don't know what sort of like story you tie into. And anyway, he was like a Prince of Thieves, <laughs> well, just we like could- Robin. We could, go- we could Google uh, where <laughs> Kevin Costner's from. It would be amazing slam dunk if he was from Florida right now. Oh, my God. Hang on. <laughs> Talk I assume about something else. I, f- I assume he's from, like, the Midwest or something like that. He seems like a sort of wholesome. You know, like, he like came from a farm. He loves, like, he does, he's done a ton of country movies. I actually really like a lot of the country movies that he's in. Have you, did you ever see him he, in Molly's he, Game? No, the I don't newer think so. one with um, I can't remember her goddamn name. That really hot redhead with big rack. She's um, it was based on a true story. She was a professional like downhill skier, oh. but she injured herself, so she started running a, an illegal poker game, and she oh, be- she became like the head honcho of running these poker games. It's all <laughs> based on a true story. Kevin Costner was her dad in the movie. He should have got like an Oscar for best supporting actor. Or I something. think you know what? I think he's an incredible actor. I gotta give a shout out to Max. <laughs> Bank I was Jaffe, gonna say that too. Max. Who had the Facebook? Who who had a Facebook post about him maybe being the most underrated? I think he's an incredibly talented actor. Uh, the Hatfield and McCoys uh, country. They did like a two part or a three part country thing. Uh, he was wired. One of too. those. He had his own wired. He was wired. Earp. He's got a lot of. Cool roles, and honestly, man, he's pretty fucking good. 
He's pretty good, even movies in movies that are shit that are not Water written well. World, dude, it's not I his fault. I still like Waterworld because he's good in it. That's why it's because him. He he's a likable really character in it. It's written terribly. It's a terrible, terrible movie. The plot, like if you look at that plot, you're gonna. You're gonna the regret budget, it. The budget too. They lost <laughs> so much money shooting on open ocean like that. I'm like, what? Oh were you no, thinking? kidding! Like, just use a green screen. Just make he, a big pool. Oh, this was pre green screen. Man. It was back in the '90s. He's from Linwood, California. Unfortunately, Linwood, California. Oh, yeah, that's a major. I was. Oh, I was just hoping. I'm like, oh, just please say Florida. Please say Florida. Florida would have been a slam dunk. But yeah, full circle moment for us. Zach's choice was the 1991 classic Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> it's got uh, 51. It only got a 51 percent from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, they're fucking they're, they're idiots, idiots then. 72 percent from the viewers, and it got a six. Six. This What's is Meta- Metacritic's the okay? Let's be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pitch There's Metacritic a- right now. Metacritic is the one. I'm curious what Metacritic has it on because they compile a list of. Composite reviews. So they take oh. bad reviews, they take good reviews, and they just give you the fucking middle grade of who's giving it what. Uh, and for that reason, I go to everything for meta review. There you go, Wait, meta review. Meta, You're welcome. Metacritic suck. or meta review? Metacritic. Meta, okay. Metacritic. <laughs> You're like, meta my review, bad. suck my hold on. I'll, yeah, I'll, hold on. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> okay, well, you, so can meta review. I'm sure that they're coming up next once they see the success, but. <laughs> I'm going to start this new set. It's called Meta Review. It's this new website, man. And what we do is we <laughs> we take all the we information compile from reviews. <laughs> and we do music and games and TV shows and movies. 51. And we do one more thing. 51. Wow. Same as So us. it's very split. And 6.6. But it's only... That's K. Okay. Oh, this is... This is... Well... 51 based on 25 critic reviews. You know what? Everyone that I've talked to that dislikes the movie, you want to know why they don't like it? Because they're idiots? It's because Kevin Costner doesn't have a British accent in the film. And he's, you know, Robin Hood's a a British folklore character. Yeah, but the fun. Honestly, it's not even something that I considered when I was a kid. Because this is what this is, a beloved childhood film. It was one of five cassettes. And we're both kids of growing up in the 90s. And I'm sure that other people... Can relate to this, but you had like, you know, five, six movies that you owned and you watched them. Do you remember? Fucking 30 times plus each. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, it was either this or Willow, which is probably my favorite movie of all time. I didn't want to, I probably didn't want to, I didn't think I wanted to dive deep and insult Willow. I love it so much. And it has such a Davis, man. He was Oh, I fucking love that. The brownies. The brownies. That's amazing. (laughs) Uh, Val Kilmer as Marin Mardigan. It's a, it's a, it's a cinematic. You know what? Fucking George Lucas, he should have done another one. You know, like I wish that wasn't his only foray into the fantasy realm. Cause fuck, I love the star Wars universe. And I think that he could have done a lot of cool shit. I'm gonna watch Willow again soon. Oh fuck! That's it's a, a god. Movie. It's a good film, dude. I fucking love it. I had Bloodsport. Oh, Bloodsport. <laughs> Cliffhanger. Oh wow! You had Robin a lot of montage. Dude, we you had, had a lot of montage in your house, bro. We had, I got. We had more than six. <laughs> we had like Blood Blayout. We had like Van, all the Van Damme movies. Lots of Van Damme movies. I was a big Van Damme fan. Fuck, I love Van Damme too. Uh, a movie called Posse. Remember oh that. yeah, remember I remember that. that. And uh, I oh, mean, I've watched virtually every movie. Tombstone ever. Tombstone's Tombstone. great. We're I talking, actually we're just about... watched it the other night. It's so good. 
uh, Val Kilmer. Down, Again, down I think that Val Kilmer might be one of my favorite supporting actors ever. He was a uh, great Heat. Doc Holliday. He's, he's incredible Doc Holliday in Tombstone. Uh, in Heat, he's the, oh, yeah. the like safe Where's the specialist. Band? Yeah, exactly. He's incredible. <laughs> Guy in that in that film, uh, man, he's just so good in so many films. Salt and Sea. Uh, I guess he's he was kind the, of a main character, like but he feels the, like a supporting in that too. The lead in the Saint that was pretty good. Yeah, the Saint was good, but he didn't have that many leads. He was almost mm. always a supporting actor. Ghost and, in the Darkness. Oh, with him and Michael. Oh Douglas. yeah, that's that right. Was with hunting those lions, that was a great movie. But that was Michael Douglas's lead. That was him as, again supporting, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, he's yeah, he's always. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Never the bride. God, that's a fucking hacky comment, isn't it? So? (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's my first, the first note I made in this, because this movie opens up. uh, Robin Hood, little backstory. Robin Hood is, uh, he's been taken captive during the Crusades, Mm -hmm. and he's going to get his hands chopped off in in a dungeon. Man, it would suck. Okay, it would only suck living in the Middle Ages if we, we somehow got teleported there right now. Because really, if everyone's like, man, Dude, it would have been so terrible still... living back then. I'm like, but that's all you would have known. So it would have been just normal life. Yeah, but you if could... you steal in a lot of Muslim countries, sorry to cut you off, if you steal a lot of Muslim countries to this day, you get your hand chopped off, That's dude. true. I don't, okay, <laughs> that's I don't, a real thing. I don't mean just the, still exists. I don't mean just the hand thing. I mean, it just would have <laughs> sucked, like, waking up and then having a shit outside and no hot showers. Like, we're very pampered right now. I'm not going to, I know this is a tangent. We're not going to go down this tangent, we can go but all, I'm going to bring all this the up. Tangents. Uh, but I've always told people that tam- time travel is a stupid idea. Because you're not going to speak the same language, and nope. you're going to end up in a fucking jail, or yep. just burned on a cross, or just killed. You just get murdered instantly. People aren't going to understand you, even if you speak somewhat the same language, even if it's English and you go back to England. If it's 500 years ago, it's going to be a context and a dialect where you literally understand so little, and you show up looking however the fuck you're looking... And you expect to be like, I'm going to become a knight and travel back through time and I'm going to do cool shit. And it's going to be, they're going to be like, who's this insane person? Let's kill him. That's, that's just, how time travel is going to work out. I just imagine some like young 19 year old kid going back. What's up, fam? And they're like, ah, <laughs> oh, doth murder ye. I don't even know how to what speak was old the, English. Speaking of, since this podcast is often about terrible films, which Robin Hood is not. But oh, what was gosh. the one where it was the kid who's like a baseball player, travels back through time and becomes a, a part oh, of King Arthur's Court. It's fuck. like a, it's called A Kid in King, King Arthur's Court, I think. I think that's what it's called. Something a Kid like, in King Arthur's Court. Yes. Hang on. I'm and screwing. I, it is bad. <laughs> oh, it's bad. It's a The Kid from the Sandlot, which is, a, which is a, I mean, great film. Oh, yeah, 1995, Fantasy Romance. Oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, it's bad. That kid's fucking, yeah, baseball hat and everything. Yeah, he wore his old baseball uniform back then. It was the same fucking uniform from the Sandlot, man. He just couldn't he put was it the, down. Or he was the rookie of the year kid. Oh, kid was it that, that kid? It, yep. wasn't, yeah. it wasn't Benny the Jet? Oh. No, here, look. I'll show you the, the picture, and you'll be like, oh. Well, or you well, I mean, they just like, look very you're, similar, you're right. I feel like. That kid. I think, they, I think I'll, I'll IMDB search it here, too, while we're chatting. All but, right. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the rookie of the year kid. Yeah, I mean, right, no, that's that, that, that silly that. movie. But dude, check out fucking Sandlot, Benny the Jet, Rodriguez, because I'm gonna tell you right now, the kid looks 
Oh, you might virtually be, identical. You might be right. I well, I don't think that. I think that you're. I think that you're. It's we're probably, probably both. Right. Yeah, I think it's the same kid in all three movies because he had like a little. Well, he had a career as a baseball player. He was in the Sandlot, Rookie of the Year. That and then people are like, <laughs> "Who cares about baseball?" Yeah, because look American. at this kid. I don't think it is the same actor, but like he looks. Oh, that guy. Super similar. What is this kid doing now? He looks, I think he's like a, I literally just did this the other day. All of the characters like in the Grieco. Sandlot are doing very little, except for <laughs> one of them is uh, uh, Jesse Smollett oh. from Empire. <laughs> you need to, I heard, okay. Right? You, That's you the gotta same watch Jesse that, Smollett, You got to watch that Chappelle special, because he, he talks about Doug him. Doug talks about that? I, I didn't think know it's who, the I didn't same know guy. who he was, because he's like... He's pronouncing his name wrong. He's like, he's a French actor Juicy. from the Empire. I'm like, yeah. it's like Juicy, Juicy Smoulier or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I didn't really get it. I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. And then I looked him up and I'm like, oh, Jesse Smollett, the guy that said he got like beat by two dudes. Because he's make gay American and great. black and yeah. whatever. And he's like, yeah. I went, and it I, turned out that he actually like hired some dudes to try and kick up some dust. Yeah. He's like, oh, none of those. And get a bigger pay grade out of the Empire people or something. Why would they get you paid more, though? That's what I was like, not understand. Why? Where is this Benny? Where's why it? does that get you paid more? Benjamin. Wait, oh, Benny. Oh, Mike Vitar. Here he is. Um, yeah, the Sandlot. Oh, he was in D3. Oh, oh yeah. He was in D2. Oh, well. oh like <laughs> half the Sandlot cast is in the Mighty Ducks movies. That's right. The Those two black great. the the two black kids that are both in the two are, are in all three of the Mighty Duck movies. Same two, and one of them's that Josie Smollett guy. Hmm. And they always play. Well, I don't know about in the sand. I don't think they're brothers in the Sandlot. Actually, I think only one of them is in the Sandlot. But anyway, two of them are in all three Mighty Ducks movies. We another did. Emilio. Anyway, Emilio. Uh, uh, another heartfelt classic. Well, we did. We had Mike Sauvé on the podcast a while back, and we um, we did the Mighty Ducks. And I was thinking, like, because he goes, let's do Three Ninjas and Mighty Ducks. I'm like, cool. Mighty Ducks probably sucks now. And I watched it again, and I was like, it's not bad. This movie taught me so much as yeah. a kid. Like it's about, heartwarming. Yeah, sportsmanship and standing yeah. up for yourself and standing up for others. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Tell you a little thing about the Triple Deke, too, didn't it? Oh, yeah, fuck. I mean, it's, One, it's not a bad two, film. Three, Triple Deke. All right. Okay. All right. So he's Robin in this Hood. prison, Middle Ages. We gathered they would probably suck. And um, <laughs> okay, this is rated PG. This movie's rated PG. Yeah. There's a lot That's of murder. Surprising. There's a lot <laughs> of murder. Yeah, they don't shot. They stab people straight up Stabbing, and lop off hands, slashing, and cutting off hands. Uh, there's an f bomb dropped in it at one point, which is pretty cool. But there's uh, there's implied rape. Not, in, oh, not, yeah. not, not implied rape. There's attempted rape. Yeah, there's full-on attempted rape. And I'm yeah. like, how is this? I had to like pause yeah. it halfway through this two-hour, yeah, he's like aggressively, minute. and it's kind of like a comedic moment in a weird '90s way. Alan because she's like trying weird. to keep her legs super straight, <laughs> and he like pulls them apart. And for some reason, like they, the way that they. It's almost like there's a slide it and like they, they, yeah, there's some kind of weird sound that happens where it's like, this is funny, guys. Let's laugh at this. And you watch it now and you're like, oh, no, this is not good. No. Like Alan Rickman is a fucking creep, just psychopath, sociopathic psychopath in this movie. And he, uh, we're just he like, steals the damn, show. He does. He He's steals so the show. There's not even a question about it. God, rest in um, peace, Alan Rickman. Oh, what a talented actor. And he honestly, I mean, the only other character that I can think of in any movie that I've hated as much as Alan Rickman in this movie is uh, Joaquin Phoenix as uh, 
the Caesar, the, not Caesar, oh, whatever oh, he is in Gladiator. Gladiator. Um, oh, oh, what He's the only name? one that I can think of that really gives me that like palatable, like, fuck, fuck this, you know, like. That's, un- that's under the couch if you want to like fiddle No, it's with okay. It. It's okay. okay. <laughs> I got it now. I just wanted a little more. But uh, yeah, he was, he was great as a villain in this. But yeah, so we got Kevin Costner gets, he ends up escaping. Uh, I love that Morgan Freeman was, I forgot Morgan Freeman was in this actually, with an accent. Yeah. Which throws me right off because I haven't heard him with an accent since when I was a kid. Like, I think the last time I probably watched this was 1996. I want to say I would have been like, I would have been 14. It's interesting yeah. how they uh, broadcast like the Muslim faith in general in this movie. Yeah. I don't think you would see it in a lot of American films right now. It's like a pretty positive presentation of kind of an alternate religion. And there's all these, we already talked about this before the podcast, but there's all these like subplots. Him and Friar Tuck kind of represents yeah. Christianity and him and, you know, the little girl. And, oh, did God paint you, you know? And it's mm-hmm. all very like, they deal with it really well and it makes... There's like Satanism in it too, because you've got Rickman's like yeah, right hand woman there is a crazy witch. witch. Well, so witchcraft, not uh, well, devil worship, I guess. And uh, like Morgan Freeman calls him Christian through the whole movie. Like that, I didn't clue in when I was a kid. Watching totally. it now, I'm like, oh, he's just calling him a name based on his religion. Totally. Hey, what's up, Christian? Christian. That's but like, I mean, they just got back from the Crusades. Yeah. So I mean, so religion was. Well, they were just trying to like, pick make, a side or die at yeah. that point in history. Hey, like, adopt fucking. our fucking Christian faith, or <laughs> you're dead. Yeah, and this is how how I'm ugh, I'm uneducated in a lot of religious stuff because I'm not a religious person. Me so I w- wasn't really sure what the Crusades was all about. And I'm like, when he says like, oh, when you just try to fucking force people to take on, I'm like, oh, oh, that's what it was. Like, I'm sure people listening are like, fuck you, you moron. But yeah. I, I've never really looked into it. So, and I didn't pick up on that as a child. So it's neat watch. It's neat rewatching movies you watched, watched and loved as a kid. Totally, because there's lots of things to it that you would not, you wouldn't, un, you wouldn't compute as a kid. Yeah. You'd compute like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. But there was like, like and I said, that, do, 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 do. like oh, this is a lot of murder, some rape, and uh, yeah, a lot of fucking shit against. Well, uh, there's tons religions. of cool stuff. There's sword fighting. The whole like building the tree fort village. That's amazing. It, oh man. That's amazing. Who's if you're a kid all... and you're watching that, and you're like, all right, let's move out into the fucking forest now. Like, why are we still here? When we get to that, I have so many questions. <laughs> I have so many questions when we get to that. It's, it's hey. a montage. It's just not appreciated as one. But anyway. Oh, it's just, there's, um, I have so many questions. They, uh, they escaped this, this thing. So we're still, well, st- we're still in we're Jerusalem. We're still in the first four minutes of this we're movie. We're still in Jerusalem. Well, we're past the three-minute intro into the first five <laughs> minutes of this movie. So they they get they eventually escape. They get onto a ship. He comes back to his uh, to his homeland. Rolling around, I'm home. I'm always so happy. Yeah. And he saved Morgan Freeman. Says you saved my life, so I'm with you forever. He yeah. tries to get get rid of him, but he's like, no, no, I'm staying yeah, with you. It, I what a you. weird move! You bring him all the way to England, and you try and you try yeah. and jump him with a bunch of dudes. Like I thought you'd say that. So I hired these guys from the boat. Apparently, Wait, that we just were. Did on. he? <laughs> I yeah, can't. I well, I, assi- I he was like, I thought you would say that, and then these five guys jump him, and he's like, oh, okay, Fuck that makes it, even here. that makes even more sense. I thought those guys were just assholes. Yeah, and they, they were going to jump them both. That's what I thought. I thought he was they were going to jump yeah. him, Morgan Freeman first, and then Rob Costner. Or something. I kind of thought that when I was a kid too that those guys were just like betraying them or mm-hmm. something. But when I watched it the other day, I was like, I think that Robin Hood tried to like be like, all right, you. You got you, me this far. Now 
go back, man. I don't need you anymore. And you know what? If you don't want to go back, I'll send you back. <laughs> and then he beats <laughs> up his why. beats up his henchman, and then he's like, "All right, you passed the test. Yeah. You can stay. Welcome, welcome yeah. to my friend group." Yeah. And he's pretty cool about it. Okay, that wow, I didn't really think about it that way. That makes that makes more sense though. That's what I think happened having watched it again recently as an adult and being able to like put so much of the plot aside because I've literally seen the movie 40 times or 50 because when you own six... So here's the other rundown. Of the, I own Willow as well. I owned uh, uh, Last Crusade, Indiana Jones' Last Crusade. Nice. That was a good one. Which I think, Junior. I know that I'm biased, but I still think it's the best one and I know I'm biased because I owned that one. But fucking... You know what? I agree with you. Temple of Dude. Doom's not that good. Temple of Doom is Cut not even in the off. equation. It's either that or or uh, Crystal Skulls. Raiders, Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Raiders Ark. Raiders is the only good. other one that's as good that could be as. But Sean Connery is just so good. Yeah, and it is, it's, it's a good. Like it's a good in story. Everything though. that he does, essentially, it's like how like, you know, it's a great yeah. story. They always have to have Nazis for some reason. The tank scene's awesome. The whole chase scene on the road. Is oh, sweet. all of it's incredible. The, the fucking Sean Connery with his umbrella. <laughs> he scares all the seagulls. <laughs> oh, then he like <laughs> sings some kind of jaunty tune. He's, he's so, so good. proud of himself. It's amazing. I'll take swords for uh, 200. <laughs> so swords for 200. <laughs> What else did I, I own a couple, obviously, Disney movies. Uh, one of them was Robin Hood, which I think is also a great... That's a classic. The one where it's... Yeah. The, See, I, said, I was going to say earlier, the Fox didn't have a British accent, did he? No. No. So no, definitely not. Why people I don't think any of the Costner. characters... Yeah. Yeah, I don't <laughs> you know. You can't be mad at Costner I don't for know. not being British. It's a stupid... Re- I don't know. It's, a, it's, I guess, but it's kind of a stupid... I don't know. I guess, but it's not a great reason. I They're don't all think. in England, and none of them sound English. Like I don't know. Do I want to see somebody who's not good? Like I've seen. How many times have we seen Russell Crowe try to do a fucking British accent? Do I need to hear Liam Neeson with an accent, an American accent? No. Yeah, I just. I mean, Liam Neeson's not bad. You know, like he's a pretty talented actor. He is. All he does is um, trying to like chase things. Movies, movies now. Now, but he was incredible in the start. One Star Wars movie that he did, Qui Gon Jinn, in the first episode. He's pretty good. Everybody hates that episode. I but try to forget them all. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not a hater at all. Have you seen I previews like... for the Mandalorian? Oh yeah, it looks incredible. Did you get fucking Bill Burr? We were talking about okay. So here's a conversation that we had the other night though. Like, if previews look bad, like your <laughs> product must suck so much donkey dick. It didn't look because like you get you you've got like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. That was so a, be yeah, like, was like this a, looks interesting. I thought it looked like it could be good. I, well, it didn't blow. Oh, me I away. think it's going to be amazing because the preview didn't blow me away. No, I, I, well, I like, mean the preview didn't even actually have that much content, but it was interesting and it was like ooh, intriguing. Yeah, that's ooh. the word for it. <laughs> What's it going to be? What's this all about? And Mandalorians are fucking cool. Like, and uh, that's Bill, a cool world. My, my friend's like Bill Burr's got a part in. It. I'm like, what? I guess there's two still still shots of him online somewhere. Uh, I don't know. Huh? What, I don't know what his part is. I don't know. I haven't seen them, so I can't say anything yet. He's just. But he's, he's, he's a bartender. I'm a bartender. Fucking bartender. <laughs> he's good. It's the outer he, rim. Fuck off. You've seen him in Breaking Bad, right? <laughs> no. You haven't watched. Have you watched Breaking? I Bad? I haven't. I tried to watch three episodes, and I've known so <gasps> many drug dealers for my whole life that I was like, I can't get on board nah. with somebody who's a genius at doing stuff. Getting on board with a fucking idiot drug dealer. 
I just couldn't like I when a plot is that I get you. I hear you. I, that hear you. I just couldn't sometimes when I hit a plot line and it's like it's too it just suspends my disbelief too far too quick. Mm. I have a really hard time trying to like push through even if I know the it's, it's, it's going to be good. TV I'll show. probably go back eventually cuz I watch so much fucking television and movies. That it's disgusting. I'll probably get bored and be like, "Fine, I'll watch it." Just suspend but your belief for the first <laughs> season. Yeah, the one drug, d- the one drug dealer character, right? Whatever you, you Jesse. Prob- yeah. Yeah. So, bitch. like, I don't know how he becomes, and I'm sure he has a crazy story arc, and he becomes a completely different character. But in season one, he's a fucking idiot. Oh and it's like, okay, so this guy's a doctor. And, you know, he's getting into drugs for the first time. He wants to make money. He's got to make money fast. And blah, blah, blah. and he's going to align himself with a fucking idiot. Well, he's a... He's a... That a bio, he's also a like a fuck-up, too. He's a biology teacher. Chem- a chemistry teacher. Chemistry teacher, And yeah. he's... Di- well, he's, he's dying of he's cancer. A, he's Spoiler alert, everybody. Yeah. He's, he's doctor, dying of though. cancer. Like, he's a smart guy. I can't remember how. Oh, I know why. There's he no gets moment into it. in that show where you're not like, this guy's not like oh. he's a pretty smart guy. Man, obviously. you just need to watch it just for the character arc of Brian Cranston. Of him, character. yeah. Okay. Fuck. I could see that. I will say, like, there's a. I but watched yeah. it. I watched it from day one. I watched it on TV and was like, this show is really good. I'm gonna keep watching it. So I, I watched it over the course of seven or eight years. This song plays no less than 30 times throughout this movie. I can see them I can see them building their camp right now. Yeah. It's the beginning. It's the 5 minutes in. They it's arrive it's, they arrive on the boat. Oh, they build right. the fort. They're riding horses. It doesn't matter, man. They're fucking it's this song, man. There it is, baby. I knew it was coming. I'm telling you. I love that. This is one of my cassettes. I love that you say like this is, I'm gonna, I got pumped up to this song a couple times. <laughs> like it's like your <laughs> pump up like song. It, well, it's this in Macho Man Randy Savage interviews. Ooh, the cream of the crop. Fuck, you've, have you heard Zach Russo do wrestling voices? I have. He's pretty good at it. I He's... also watched the Joe Rogan, Jake the Snake thing. And you know what? Man. Jake the Snake Roberts does an amazing Macho Man. Oh, it's yeah. really funny. What a great podcast that was. I can't believe great. he went through a snake every three days. I loved that podcast. The whole story with Macho Man and getting bit by a cobra and shit like that. That was super relatable. Yeah. I watched that when I was a kid. Him getting Pun- bit by that fucking, the fucking cobra. snake, making it angry. Yeah. You got to make your butt bite you first, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting bit by a thing if it doesn't bite. I want to see. I want to make sure you've got the poison out of it. I'm not. You're not biting me with that cobra. <laughs> I love the story of him losing Does the cobra. Hurt? Indeed. Hey, fuck you, man. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, man. You fucking cobra. Him losing the Cobra in DDP's house and DDP kicking him out. Get the fuck out of my house. (laughs) They had to get the contractors in to tear the walls apart. I don't care how long you've been not doing drugs for. You lost a (laughs) fucking Cobra in my household, you fucking... There's no fangs in it, man. Come on. 
The hey. dude must have just naturally been really into snakes, though, right? I guess. But he had, I love he had like a snake guy. 4G's a, co- uh, 4G's a fucking boa constrictor or a python or whatever it was. Yeah, he was like, I had to stop because it was breaking my back. Fuck. <laughs> Couldn't well, carry goes, on those pythons anymore. They don't do too well in check baggage <laughs> on airplanes, man. You get up to 30,000 feet, a snake will freeze. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah, okay. He, he kind of sounds like Macho Man now. They sound similar. Because his voice is like gone. I love that Hinchcliffe was on that that episode with him. Oh, who's a, a huge big wrestling. Texas Snake fan? He he fucking loves wrestling. And if I knew Rogan, Hinch I'd be on his wrestling. I'd be on his podcast all the time just to fucking hang out with all the people he gets to hang out with. I love that fucking show. Oh, it's incredible. Some of the guests are incredible. Shout out to Joe Rogan. Yeah, if you're ever listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> however, <laughs> however unlikely it is, a young man that you dream. listen to other people's content. I'm just gonna hashtag him and in it. specifically this and content. Tag him in it and be like, hey, we mentioned you at uh, 38 minutes and 15. It's essentially seconds. a lottery win. If so. Um, <laughs> anyway, okay. Yeah, there's fucking everything you need right there. Honestly, the soundtrack consists of, I'm pretty sure, three songs. And we don't even hear the full Brian Adams version of everything I do. I do it for well, you until the credits. They do a they thing do a like post credits where they do this whole like field, and I don't know what's happening. I can't remember if it's maybe the wedding of him and Maid Mary. I can't. Yep. I, I did. I didn't. I didn't watch that far this time, but I know I've watched it. But yeah, Brian Adams, obviously, the, Vancouver. Whoop whoop. The best thing was I forgot that Sean Connery was. Uh, oh yeah, was King the, Richard. Was King Richard. And he's that like, was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> Hold. I speak. I. <laughs> King Richard. Oh. Imagine if we had to bow to people in our daily lives right now. Yeah. You imagine that if you had to like, I mean, walk into do, work and but bow like your not boss. like a yeah. <laughs> you do it in more of like a mentally or psychologically bowing psych- to psych- people psychological all the time. kind of way now. I bow to no one. I just I couldn't imagine having to bow to people. Okay, so he's back on his property and uh, this kid, this kid's getting we're in like eight oh, minutes. Oh yeah, he gets <laughs> like eight minutes into this movie. Yeah. We 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 haven't gotten far. He gets chased up a tree. Yeah, For some it. reason all the adults have forgotten how to climb trees, so they yeah. decide to cut it down. And he's like, That's hey, a- fuck off, guys. You can't cut down this tree. It's my tree. It's on my property. And, um, and he's like, no, this is the king's tree. Yeah. And he uh, killed one sheriff. of the king's deer. And it's like, he, he killed a deer. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You don't own the fucking animals when you own land. Oh, but it's the sheriff, man. His tentacles go everywhere. In That's this true. He owns okay. everything. They're going to chop down the tree. Have you ever chopped down a tree like with an axe? Oh, it, I have. It was a <laughs> cherry tree, and it was a tenth of that width. And I didn't even get all the way through, and it was with an axe, and I was fucking drunk, and it was ruining the... Anyway, it's a bit of a story. If one of my family members are listening to this at some point, they'll probably get a kick out of this. But it was ruining the view at my place on Gabriola, and me and my uncle got drunk, and then we decided... And he's completely disavowed himself of this, and it's like, that was all Zach. And we just <laughs> were drinking beer, and we're like, fuck this chair. It sucked. It was like this moldy fucking shitty... It was molding. So we're going to have to get rid of it in a few years anyway. And then we had this uh, cherry tree, and it was like obstructed. It like split the view in half. Like we had this incredible waterside property on Gabriel. It's a beautiful, beautiful spot. A bunch of comedians in the community have taken there for shows. If you're here there next summer, then maybe Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can come. I'm here for that. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, it's a great spot, and we just go and we party, and we have a show every year. On Gabriola, but anyway, in the middle smack dab, and now we have this sweet sun deck there, like on top of where that tree used to be, which is a fucking sweet shout out to my 
mom, fucking bet you're happy about that sun deck now, aren't you? Uh, yeah, it was a, it split the view in half. So it was the shit. Tri- yeah, I mean, my uncle got fucking drunk one day and we started. And it's hard. Well, I was going to say, dude. how long did it take you? Because cherry trees only get maybe eight inches. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a mature. It was a mature cherry tree. Like it was probably six to eight inches. It was thick. Well, and it's hard. Cherry, cherry's hardwood, too. Yeah. So probably it's not maybe representative of what we're talking about. But fuck, man, it took some gumption. We only got like a third or a half but once you cut a tree that much it's gonna die yeah so we got the uh we got the old power shot not while we were still drunk uh the next good idea yeah in fact we were going to and the neighbor came over and was like hey how about you don't do that and it was my uncle that had that out and okay yeah that's a good idea you're sensible but this, they're going to chop this tree down. This tree is like, from what I remember, it's about four feet in diameter. Like, it is an old ass. Oh, it's a fucking huge tree. Is it an oak? It wasn't Massive. an oak tree. It, it was a big ass tree. It's an oak. I would, it's an oak or a will. Like, it's a huge ass tree. And it's, at this point, it's almost dusk by the looks of things. <laughs> yeah. You're not getting that thing cut down. Like, no. the other soldiers are going to go, oh, no, I don't want to cut this thing down. Hey, Gee, can we just fucking shoot him with arrows? Because none of them have bows. Or did they have both? They, I'm pretty sure they did. They should have had both. Them. So, so, can we just take turns there's shooting? There's no, yeah. But no, no let's yeah, chop it no, down. But so you know, whatever. Was, just chalk it up sense. to plot fucking thickening. And so, yeah, they get this kid out of the tree, and Robin Hood beats them all up, beats up the sheriff's cousin. He's like job. another interesting character. Not as good as the sheriff, obviously, but he's a bit of a slime bucket. Gee, like you, you don't like him enough that he's like good character. And then, uh, yeah, he gets, you know, Robin Hood gets the best of him. And he's like, when he meets him, he's like, something about, may I get your name before I <laughs> run you through? And then Robin Hood fucking owns him and puts Just him on the him ground. Go. And is like, can I get your name, motherfucker? Before I run uh, you through. Before I run you through. And it's like, yeah, that's right, bitch. In your fucking face. Yeah, that sets the tone. That sets the tone. In a major way. And, and Guy was, he says, who is he? I guess his name, before I run you through, and he goes like, Robin of Loxley. And he's like, oh, welcome home. That's Kill exactly, what, was, that's exactly yeah. what his voice like, is like, too. Oh. Oh. oh it's kind of like a weird <laughs> porn star voice. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, you Robin know Robin of the hood. Have you, heard, have you seen Orgasmo? <laughs> he's <Yeah>. neutered, man. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than the yeah, but he just he's like welcome home. Like, like this is your property. Hey, kill him. I'm like, yeah. that's fucking hardcore people. Yeah, and they've already killed his dad, by the way. Oh, that's right. Because he we, we skipped. I think we skipped that scene. There was well, one scene totally there did. where they <laughs> skipped his dad. Well, I mean, there's not much to tell. His dad like comes out of the fucking huge ass castle. And then there's silly. just all of them and the sheriff, and they kind of look like the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, totally. And then they're all wearing <laughs> white hooded. The robes. sheriff takes off, takes off his mask, and is like, "Join us or die." And then they kill him. And this is where this is what I would. I don't know. You probably do the same thing. I wouldn't run head first. Well, no, I'd be. Run head I'd first use that drawbridge first of all. Yep. I and mean, I'm a strategist. <laughs> But <laughs> call his, me what you will. His buddy there was like, "I'm sorry, sir. I, yeah. I, nothing I could do." Did he close the door? Well, behind no, him? because it was like the he was like somebody stole my horse or something, yeah. and then he runs out. And he's like, "I'll get to the bottom of this." And then instead, it's like thirty dudes waiting outside, and he's like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" Like he could have. Nobody just, stole your horse. You set me up, bitch. Run back inside. 
run back inside. Oh, and yeah, just there's stay options. Inside. Yeah. There's or, options. That's how castles work. You go back yeah. in and you close the door, and, you just and then people are fucked. Shoot them from the top. Yeah. Uh, then people are fucked. Or the, they just can't the come ramparts. in the door. Like you, the or they just can't get it. Like, it just takes yeah. too much effort. So and they're you, like, ah, fuck. You send a carrier pigeon off to your neighboring castle, and you get some help. Or, yeah. okay, if the door was closed behind you, don't run right into the middle of them. Yeah. Run to the side. Zigzag. Kill a couple on the corner and just get out of there because he yeah. could have got out of there. The only notable part about the whole scene that carries on to the very end of the movie is that his dad has got a special family sword and the sheriff steals right. it and then he has it at the final <laughs> duel and he like your father's sword. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn, Alan Rickman so and good. being able to make you hate him at every moment of it with everything that he says. Oh, he so I'm good. gonna cut your head out with a. Spoon. My spoon, cousin. Why not an axe? <laughs> it's dull, you twit. It'll yeah. hurt more. Yeah, exactly. I still exactly. quote this movie to this day, uh, and nobody ever knows no. what I'm talking about. I'll be like, no blades, no bows. <laughs> Leave your weapons here. like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, fuck you guys. That's amazing. It's brushed up on your wow. old 90s movies. Yeah, well, I mean, you're never going to, you're going to, you have a friend in me. Uh, oh, my God. You're never going to fall on different. Yeah. Perfect. I can quote. I know I can quote Robin Hood around you now. You'd be like, "Yeah, what's up?" <laughs> okay. So Gabe Gisborne goes back to the castle and tells Sheriff of Nottingham what's up. He's like, "Robin, oh, Locksley is back." But I don't understand why Alan Rickman. The sheriff goes right to like, "Don't worry about him. He's a whelp." Blah blah blah. And as he's like getting his little thing carved or whatever, I'm like, "Why would you just instantly assume your cousin? Your, it's your cousin. You should rely on him a little bit." Just told you that his a notable. Figure of the the, the neighborhood, yeah. Um, just and you whooped, just killed his dad. Yeah, just <laughs> whooped, <laughs> literally your... just killed his dad. For whooped some him. reason, like the day before he got home, it was like awkward timing. Yeah, it's almost like you should assume he heard about it and was like, <laughs> "Fuck you, yeah. bitch." Gonna be a bit pissed, but uh, forget about it. He Let's just killed. See how this plays out. He just killed five guys by himself <laughs> and almost murdered your cousin. And you're like, he's a whelp. Don't worry about him. I'm like, what? Yeah. No, you should be going. Okay. Let's yeah, pay some attention to this man. He's pretty badass. Yeah. I should probably just get him now. So yeah, we should just come up with some sort of idea to kill him. But then this is where he goes to. We get introduced to Mortiana. Mortiana. Oh yeah, Mortiana. Every scene with the witch is interesting, uh, but the first one's great because she does the whole fucking die cast. Like, ooh, I have seen how deaths. <laughs> like, it's so like. I rolled a twenty. Yeah, yeah. She rolled a (laughs) twenty, and it was for the wrong reasons. She, well, she rolled a one. Really, she critical missed on that shit. She was like, all her predictions were wrong. Well, you find out. Okay, so here's another thing that I, I, you know what, I never put this together because when you're a kid, you just don't understand certain things in plots. But this is another thing we were talking about earlier. Further on in the movie, he finds out that she's got eye slots. Yeah. She's been peeping on him. So she's just finding all this information about him and then just telling him his fortune and future based on what she knows from snooping on him. And I was like, oh, my God, this makes me hate astrology even more. Oh, I, <laughs> I have a loathing for psychics. Any pseudoscience. Psychics, tarot card name readers. Me a, name me a pseudoscience and I, I will find you something that I hate about Who is the Miss Cleo. She's just uh. like Miss Cleo. Call me again for your free reading. Because she's just full of shit. Oh, they're all full of shit, man. 
She's well, I mean, just the Reiki master of now, and she existed 600 years ago. Before now, it's just Reiki masters, and some for some reason, people that sell you things about crystals and astrology. It's like, I don't know why it's relevant. Nobody knows where the information comes from, but they're all magical. People, it, I think it all started because someone has made up like, uh, oh, okay, one thing... I hate I hate that I buy into this, but one thing <laughs> that I keep oh, no. seeing all the time is twelve thirty four. I every day, almost every day, yeah, probably at least you know six times I see twelve thirty four. People, te- here's the thing though, it has this po- effect on you mm-hmm. where your what happens is your brain's dialed into seeing one number. This I happened to that. me for a year after my buddy died, and she's li- and this one woman who's this fucking weird ass lady was like. 11, 11, that's when the angels are trying to talk to you. And so for years, and still to this day, I still think of my buddy, but not in the same way. For the first year or so, I was like, 11, 11, and I'd be like, oh my God, Steve's it's trying time. to talk. It's real. But it's no, dude. It's your brain. It's just like you look at millions of times on your Whatever. Now it's phones. Before it was watches. Whatever it is that you're looking at, time. Right. You look at millions of numbers that are that are on a clock. Right. And none of them register as significant. But somebody tells you that yep. a number is significant, and then all of a sudden, when that number pops up, you're like, <gasps> "Hold oh on!" God. But it happens twice a day, every day, dude. Of course. <laughs> Of course, some of the time you're gonna look at your watch at that time. It's it is it. it, it I do find it like because yeah. And I've why had... why is like ghosts in witchery associated with time, which is like a social scientific construct that didn't exist That's when true. The... <sighs> <laughs> it is okay. Anyway. I, I, I and I agree with you because yeah, I've had someone else explain this to me. That it's just we look for patterns. We try to find patterns and we associate those patterns with certain things. Because, like, I would see it all the time, and then I finally, and I'd be like, it's stupid, it's stupid, I ignore it. But there was one point about a year ago, I went, okay, I keep seeing 1234. What if I just go, okay, look into it and figure out what it is? I'll, 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 I'll buy into it for a little bit. And all it said to me, what I, what I got out of it was, you see 1234 because you're on the right path. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. I'm like, well, whatever. Cool, I right like on. it when it says, like, positive things like that. Yes. Like, like whatever. My whole issue with any of this stuff is that it's snake oil to me. And if mm-hmm. you're spending $100 for an hour for somebody to yeah. do fucking Reiki or to read your tarot cards or give you an Psychic astrological prediction. fucking reading or whatever, then that's when it's greasy for me. And yep, I don't, I agree I don't like that. And most of the people that I know that do that for a living are fucking snake oil salesmen. They're snake oil snailsmen, and uh, honestly, I feel bad about it because mo- a lot of them are. It's very female dominated, and so part of it feels like I'm pushing down. I don't want to get too sociological about this on this fucking film podcast, but <laughs> we can do anything we want. Um, but yeah, I don't want to be like pushing down on 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 like what's popular within because there is sort of like a culture of North American women, right? Like what's popular amongst women, right? Mm-hmm. We all know that. Much as there is with men, I have family members who buy it, who just follow astrology this shit. and yep. freaky and yep. stuff like that. It's just big with women for whatever reason. It's just it is, and I'm sure that there's some. I don't want to discriminate based on I'm not doing that. I'm just saying I know that it's really prominent within women circles of women that I know. I mean, I'm from Gabe. That's the reason why I just like all of it. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I everybody out there doesn't in a place where this is just like normal. 
Well, I mean, you've heard the joke that I have about Reiki, right? It's like fucking life's weird already as a 12-year-old without having an adult tell you that the cat is a level four Reiki master. Because, like, I literally don't know what that means. I thought the whole idea with Reiki is that you have, like, intuition and thought and all these things that cats don't fucking have. Level four. Like, and I assume level four is probably high. And so they have to have thoughts and intentions to heal you. I don't know if you've known very many cats, but most of them are fucking assholes. I like cats. They're great, but their intention is not to heal you. They're just pieces of shit. They're fucking assholes. They're like a they're like a comical asshole roommate. They're like Kramer or like uh, Hey, I shredded up all your toilet paper. Dick. Have <laughs> yeah. fun taking a shit. Yeah, but then you but then you why? watch them and they and they're like climbing something for some reason and you don't know why and then they fall and then you laugh. And it's great. My buddy has, my best friend back home has two cats, and I fucking love his cats, but they're so fucking stupid. Yeah. And well, the, of course the, they the are. One, they're cats, dude. I swear to God, that, that cat like is a person. Like most non-human animals, they're pretty all much dumb. They're all dumb, dude. I, they're all not that smart. I, That's how the world works. <laughs> I don't know if I believe in reincarnation or not, but I swear to God, his cat, Mango, is a human trapped in a cat's body, because you can, like, that That cat will, like, because it'll try to, it's, it's like it's talking to you. You're going, Mango, it's going, Row. Mango, Row. Mango, Mango. It's, it, it's everything you say. It, it answers you back. It's fucked up. It's really weird. At the start of our episode of Trading Paint, it is like, this episode's brought to you by Shut the Fuck Up, You Stupid Cat. Intro rolls, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm like, three, two, one, meow, and we start laughing. I'm like, fuck! There it is. Mango. They're, they're weird. Animals. Mango and Priest. Shout out to all Tyler. Right. Well, we, we've known oh, yeah, okay. that we're really good at... Uh, Rambling. Rambling. We're 55 minutes. Tangenting. We're about 12 minutes into this movie. Okay. He's seen Mortiana. He's got the prediction, blah, blah, blah. And then this is when we go back to... Uh, I have seen our deaths. The painted man. The painted man. He haunts my dreams. Kill them. Yeah. Kill I, you them know what? Both. It took me many watches of that movie as a child because I didn't know what the fuck she was saying there. Really? Kill them. I was just like... was oh, like Really? I had no idea what she was saying. Isn't that weird? I don't know why, in, but it was just like it just didn't compute when I was a kid. It was just like that happened. Thought though. she was saying something different. I thought it was like I don't know what I thought it was. Kill them both. Kill them like both. A, I know what it is now, but I, I just don't even know what I heard when I was a kid. But I know that I didn't understand what she was saying. Well, I've noticed that in a lot of movies that I've rewatched as an adult, is like holy shit, I didn't know that's what they said there. Totally like, at, at all. Like even in the original Jurassic Park. Where uh, they, it's like towards the end, they they meet back up, and Laura Dern's character, yeah, they they get the kids, they run into that big central room, and the kids run into their arms, and she goes control room, she says control room, like let's go to the control room. But as a kid, I didn't know what the fuck she was saying. And Jurassic Park actually has a bunch of those moments in it where I had no idea what they were saying when I was younger, and I watch it now and go, oh, that's what he's saying. I think it was because I just didn't know what the words were, so I just my my brain couldn't couldn't comprehend it. I was like, what the this is saying some random shit. And I watch it now and I'm like, oh, that's what it was. Oh, another one on my list was Toy Story. Oh yeah. The VHSs that I had. I the original that movie yep, twice a day oh, yeah. during Christmas break. Well, I mean, that's just an incredible movie. It's fantastic. It's so good. Honestly, all of them are good, too. I haven't watched the rest. I've only seen the first one. Oh, the second one's I great. I may have seen the second one, but I haven't the seen the second any of that. one's great. I mean, it's one of those things where the first one's always going to be the best one. So good. But Boss, look out. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a cool, it's got a good contrast, it's got a good story, like there's everything that you want in the movie there. All right. Okay. So, moving forward. 
So we Loxley goes back to his castle, discovers his, dead, his dad, dad in the cage, yeah. uh, and then uh, Duncan's had his eyes gouged out. Oh, oh. classic. Poor Duncan. Oh. Miserable old dude. Gets Miserable his eyes dude. cut out or ripped out. I don't know. They never explained. No, I, I mean, they you took know. Him, they took my eyes. They just, you know, they got the old dagger out and just cut him out. Apparently, they were surgical enough that he didn't die from the wound, which is yeah. hard to believe. Did that they did. cauterize it? I mean... I mean, yeah, that's a lot of work to go through if you're just torturing somebody. Middle ages, man. <laughs> Middle ages. They See, put this in is the like work. They, they're, they're, this is the sheriff of Nottingham sending Robin a message. He's like, listen, I'm going to murder your father. I'm going to fucking steal your land. My cousin's <laughs> going to try and kill you when you get back. Oh, I'm going to take the eyes of your fucking main, your dad's main man. But I'm not going <laughs> to kill him. Just so you know, I'm fucking yeah, I want serious. you to talk to him and know <gasps> how... <laughs> Miserable they were. This movie is PG and it is so <laughs> layered with dark shit. I didn't even know it was PG. It's That's PG. Amazing. He had his eyes cut out. Man, PG meant nothing back in the day. No. That's what I'm getting <laughs> from this. That's my understanding Fuck. of what's happening right now. I, I just, I'm just, uh, the more we talk about this, I'm like, man, it just gets darker and darker. And then I love this. I love this. So he's like, we have to go to the neighbor's, uh, we got to go to the neighbor's castle, which right. is however far away. Yeah. And he's like, Maybe we're going to talk, talk to Marion. I had, okay. I loved, I love the back and forth between the fake Marion and him. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, we'll step into the light, child, because I've, uh, for I, you knew me well. And she steps out and he goes, because she's not, she's like, she's a bit overweight. She's American. <laughs> yeah. She's American. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, Oh, the years of treated you been, kindly. Been, been kind. <laughs> Just the way he says been kind. He kind of closes his eyes and disconnects for a second and goes, been kind. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, wow. You yeah. played that well. Really well. But okay, this is what gets me, though. So the real married Marion comes up behind him at some point, puts a knife in his back, or a sword yeah, in his back, and is like, he's up. like, get out of here. Because like, we're done. And he's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave. He starts fighting her. She was there for the whole conversation. She knows it's Robin of Loxley. Why what, did she just forget? And is like, I'm gonna kill, kill this motherfucker. Well, she doesn't like, like you know, like her memory of him as being a fucking Spoiled shit. Little brat. Yeah, yeah. Her brother's best friend that was a little shithead. But yeah, a no. Spoiled it's child not a, used to burn my hair as a child. Yeah, but you're not wrong. There's no yeah. reason to turn somebody that you've known for yeah. your entire life. But, away from your house. But not even that. This scene, so that turn, turn away, then try to kill him because he just tried to defend himself. Try to kill him, and then he burns your hand. You knee him in the balls, and then he, see, he goes, hello, Marion. And <laughs> the realization on her face is like, oh, it's Robin Hood. Yeah. I'm like, what? But no. You've been here. You were there for the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're absolutely that's right. That's where I'm I like. pick up on this, but I, you're absolutely I picked up on right. it as an adult and went, Wait, and I actually paused it and wrote that out. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. She should have understood all that. And he's speaking like, they murdered my father, and they accuse him of being a devil worshiper. And she's going, she should be going, oh, wow, that's fucked up. Yeah. And he has to repeat all this after, and she's like, but all I remember about you is some spoiled brat. You used to burn my hair as a child. Yeah. I'm like, well, you just heard him. Yeah. You were hanging out in the background waiting to <sighs> fucking jump him with a dagger. So this part's like this where I'm like, oh, it's PG. They have to re-explain it for the kids because the kids aren't picking up on it. Maybe. Well, PG know. doesn't mean fucking stupid. Like no. that. That just doesn't make sense. And so. I feel like I was nine years old when this movie came out. 
I feel like we paid more attention as children because we didn't have smartphones. We didn't have anything else to do, really. Other yeah, than the country. Detail, detail oriented. Yeah. So after sure. dark, I was like, it's summer break after dark. I'm like, well, we can't go out. We're only 11 or 9, so I'm going to, we're just going to watch movies. And you focus on the movie. Totally. Yeah. You weren't like, hold on. I'm still like that. Change. I have a lot of attention span for movies now. I, still. if I'm watching something that I've, I'm really enjoying, I will, the phone goes in airplane mode or I put it into like away or I try to put down. them down. I just, I don't know. I like the enjoyment of a movie, but I'm also the type of person that like, if somebody like sits down with me and they're like, oh, who's this guy? I'm like, get the fuck out. How dare you? Fuck out. Well, it's always the same answer. It's like, I know as much as you know. We've oh. been watching the same film mom, <laughs> for the same amount of time. Mom, I love you, <laughs> but my mom does that in the theater. We haven't been in the movies for a while. she go, who's that guy? I'm like, shut up. I don't know. What's happening right now? Pay attention. But you know what? Mm. I had a girlfriend that would do this all the time, and she would ask me this thing, and I would almost always know the answer based on me... Paying more attention. Paying a lot of attention and having watched yeah. so many movies. Like, you just kind of, like, get... You can start to predict who that character's Movies, and you just kind of, like... Like, I don't know. Like, I'm very, like, detail-oriented in how I... I think I love a good storyline, so I'd like to be hooked into a storyline. And that's why when one isn't working for me, like, with Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, no, yeah. dude. This like, doesn't make logical sense. fucking... Idiot! There's no way that a doctor is going to align them. I'm sorry that this is my stance. I know that you love the show, but I might go back. But hey, I'm, you know I'm, what I mean? Like that's I'm how I be get like, with things. Fuck you! Like, this podcast is done. You don't like Breaking Bad. Yeah. No, I'm not that attached to it. <laughs> the new name of this podcast is "Fuck You for Hating Breaking Bad." Now leave. <laughs> All right, well, it's been good. Uh, <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. We got through 20 <clears throat> minutes of the film and. Um, I didn't understand Morgan Freeman's uh, homemade telescope with the two glass balls in the light. Oh yeah, that didn't make a lot of sense. It friend, did. Friend is that how? That is that? Is, is that a thing that works? Well, it, I think if you can, get, you put a globe in like a leather. Well, yeah, because he wouldn't. And then like, it becomes a lens, a convex lens, and a concave lens. Well, because I guess it, it creates a shadow on like half of the globe, right? And then it becomes like more like a lens than like a globe. I have no idea. I would that, think even then you wouldn't be able to see through it very well because it's <laughs> fucking in the dark. Yeah. I bought it casing. as a kid, though. I bought it as a kid. I was like, cool, sweet. <laughs> totally. And I loved how Costner whips his sword out <laughs> yeah. it and is like freaking out. Like, what? what? And he tries <laughs> and to trying, like, point his sword. At, yeah, that's <laughs> I crushing your head. Yeah, it's definitely like that. It's like, at your ants, and I'm doing. Yeah, it's totally exactly like that. There were so many little but, sweet, subtle comedic bits in this movie. Yeah, there are. Really there enjoyed. are actually. Friar Tuck is a completely. Oh, he's, so in, he's pretty much entirely comedic relief. Oh. Yeah, like he's. And that I love the one. Even line. the sheriff has got a lot of funny. Like it's it's funny. Like he's a fucking. Rickman. You hate him, but like he's got a lot of really funny scenes. He was great. Like, he was fucking great. I loved, like, he was trying to wipe off the stitches. After oh, yeah. He, like, oh, oh, there's, yeah, there's tons of, of stuff so like much. that. There's so much. Um, okay, but yeah, so he really steals the show. The horse chase so scene like that. after this, like, when the Guy of Gisborne shows up to Marion's castle, and they're right. like, get him. She's like, don't go in the she's like, oh, no. haunted forest, Stop anything them. but that. Stop them. They're stealing our horses. I'm like, she can, he can see you. He can see you talking. <laughs> yeah. You're not really selling this that well. But whatever. 
and yeah, they go into the, the so like I thought the court like the the like the scene like the uh, the photography was great like the shooting the editing that was another thing I loved in this movie was the cinematography was fantastic. I used to shoot in news for a living back. I mentioned that uh, behind the scenes so I can yeah, it's got a lot shoot. of really cool. Uh, it's so well put together. You know, it it's, does the whole like backdrop where it like pulls back out and then you see the yeah. forest that they're heading into and it looks great. So then yeah, they get into the forest and then all the people are freaked out they don't want to go in there. Sherwood's haunted. haunted when it's like, wind chimes, which makes no sense. No. And super Nobody's, that's not how people get freaked out about places. They get freaked out because people go in there and they die in mysterious ways. Have you ever seen a ghost? But I guess this is the PG thing. Have you ever seen a ghost? Like, you know, you'd like burn half of his body and then send him out on his horse and they'd be like, oh, fuck, that place is haunted. You shouldn't <laughs> go there. You know, like that's how you send the message that this place, wind well, chimes? Like, I just, I thought, come on now. When they get in there, because we're getting to this point anyway, they get to the river and uh, they get tripped by John Little oh, yeah. and this fucking band of raiders. Uh-huh. I, I they, you got to pay the toll. I'm like, why wouldn't you just kill them? Just murder them. That's going to lead you to uh, forget to people to believe that the, ha- the place is haunted. Because if somebody goes in there and never comes out, don't go in Sherwood Forest. It's haunted. No one's. But then, ever why are people there. going through with their carts, like traveling oh, oh, through wait, yeah. with oh, no, trade it's goods? The, it's if the, it's haunted, yes, it's, yeah, the only route. So they should be working on building another road to and from. <laughs> like, the it other doesn't make the two things don't work together. They've already figured out another fucking highway. I don't care how shitty the road is, but if it's haunted and they legitimately think it's haunted, they've already figured out another route, and it's not through or the haunted gonna... forest. And then they fire. start robbing them. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too. It's like if you okay, if you're if you're choosing to live in the forest and stop people and steal their money, you don't want to just take their money because then they're going to come back later going, "It was around here where we found them." So let's totally. just fan out. No, you got to kill everybody. Yeah, that was but my again, thought. Was PG, 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 whatever. They're close. They murdered some people. So I thought, okay, you. Oh seen- yeah, they're they're shooting people like in the eye and shit with arrow. Like they're constantly shooting people with arrows, and they're dying in it's, this film. It's, it's brutal. I loved it. But looking back, I'm Fantastic. nine years old. It was so violent for a child. Totally, I was subjected. But to I a loved lot it. Of bad movies. It's <laughs> I, cool. I loved it. I thought that um, Little John, the actor himself, looked just just like an adult version of the kid who makes fun of. Um, uh, Sam Neill in Jurassic Park for saying that bird <laughs> that dinosaurs are birds. That doesn't look very scary from the, the first part of the movie. He looks just like that kid, and I'm like, but it, it was like that was two years before, so it's almost like they just shrunk Little John down and put him in that movie. So I'm like, fuck, this kid looks like, or maybe it's his dad. I don't know. <laughs> that was my first thought. I'm like, I'm like, I don't think anybody's gonna get this. Zach might get this. I don't get it. <gasps> But I love Jurassic Park, okay, and so I love this film. And so now, oh wait, I do know the kid's wearing a ball cap, and he does look a bit like him. And he's like he would slash him he's here. Got the same sunken here. Eye. Yes, the sunken, <laughs> sunken eyes. eyes. He yeah. looks real tired, <laughs> like he's been on a drug bender for a week. I thought, like, who the fuck is it? I had to look at the dates. I'm like, wait, ninety one, ninety three. Wait a minute, doesn't make sense. No. Time travel. Man. Time travel. <laughs> if you're gonna time travel, you might as well do it to make films and just do it for like a couple years in in, in the future or back. So you're not too. So you're yeah, not. Yeah, it's you a forty-year max scenario. Well, plus, you, you don't want to get outside of social context that you can't understand. Otherwise, they'll murder you. Do you watch Final Space? Uh, yeah, I have watched it. <gasps> you watched a fair season, bit. Season two's airing. I on, haven't watched season two. Oh, it's on Netflix right now. No, no, it's airing on TBS, and I'm downloading it. Oh, they it's, don't have uh, it on Netflix right now. Not yet, because it's it hasn't aired. If I just finish airing, there's like two more. I'll episodes. Get it on episode episode ten. 
it just aired on Monday and I downloaded it. I'm going to watch it later. I'll it's, get it through more illicit patterns. Not that I do that for those of you that are wink, 30 figures wink. listening. Wink, wink. Um, I have one source that I get it from, which is why my computer's full of viruses. Uh, but it's okay. Okay, so they fight. They fight for passage through Sherwood Forest. Yeah. And of course, it's a, your typical Disney fucking... Well, I mean, John, John Little's better than him, but he, yeah. just, he just fucking outsmarts him, you know, which is the whole, you know, it's a mm-hmm. weird story about how, like, nobility's better, but they aren't. Yeah, because you're just like, like under- everyone else. <laughs> but you're it's just like anyone else. Yeah, you're just... But you're not, because you're smarter than the poor dude that doesn't realize that he's standing <laughs> in three feet of water. I can't bloody swim! Yeah, he's literally up to his fucking knees in water. <laughs> And he's like, ho, ho, you got me. And it's like, how did you think he was just standing there and dunking your head out of water, you fucking asshole? You fucking idiot. <laughs> That's what it is, basically. The people well, of the I mean, forest yeah. are stupid. It's, it's just uneducated. Yeah. And Robin Hood's smart. But that's the whole, it's kind of an underlying theme of the story that they don't want to, like, give yeah, but merit it's the, to, but it was, it's a real thing within it that it's like... It was the medieval mm, times. How many people were actually educated? Come back and be your... Well, I mean, and it also is true of the world. If you're educated, you can do you can outsmart more. It's not to say that people that aren't educated haven't done incredible things, but people that are educated are generally empowered to do things. Totally. I think that that's true. Yeah. Um, and yeah, historically, it's likely true as well. So they fight. He pays. They the fight. He, uh, he 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 drowns him. He makes him uh, yield. You know. You yield. You yield. I love that. I love that term. You yield. Yeah. I it's yield. classic. You can't have a medieval movie and not include yield. They use the word wallop. 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 Oh, give, give him. Yeah. Wallop give him a good father. walloping. I love the word wallop. He uses it as well. You another good walloping? You, you shall like, have one. Can you imagine like Rogan announcing UFC. <laughs> oh fuck! He's walloping him right now. So the guy's giving him a wallop. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I would love that. Joe Rogan, would, say that wallop. Would, that would be amazing. I I might yeah. I'm gonna send him a DM and just be like, I assume you, you <laughs> that need, you look at some of these. You need to say the word wallop in the next UFC you cover, please. <laughs> it would be amazing. I have a bet going. So they show him. So I would assume that he's getting to a point in his life where he just started to not give a fuck, and that that would give him. Oh, amusement. Well, this is the thing. That. He loves supporting comedians. He does. And if this ever got into his earshot, he might be like, fuck, I'll check it out. And if he liked it, he'd be like, fuck yeah, he'd mention it or hashtag it or something. Oh, yeah, he's all over it. Yeah. All of those guys are. You just got to be working. And then they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, you're working. Yeah, this guy's doing something. Hey, man, we're releasing an episode every week, yeah. every week since December. We were, doing, we were doing three a week when Bo and I started, but like, uh, I, was, I was laid off, so I had all the time in the fucking world. So it's it's tricky, Makes sense. but uh, Makes sense. one uh, one a week is easy to do, and like we usually record two at a time. But fuck, man, we're like this is gonna be like a two hour long podcast when we're all done. Right, you, know, you gotta edit. You have a job to do. I now. don't edit jack shit. You don't edit anything. Nope. You son of I'll a I'll edit out some stuff if I think it needs to be edited out. Like for example, my buddy and I were talking. He's like, he's like, you should stop right here. And we had a separate conversation, and I made a note of that. And he goes, okay, start back up here. So I edited out like two minutes. But no, man, this is like. I like this because it's just us talking. Like, I will. Right. I'll, I'll fix up where we stopped to go to the bathroom and grab a beer. And the, the opener, I'm going to chop up a little bit. And right now... Uh, as long as it opens with that fucking theme song, that's all I care about. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just put that in separately. And then have us talking <laughs> right up to... This is what parts. it's brought to you by. And then well, the Well, we've talked about the theme in. song more than once. And so it should be able to incorporate that in, 
into the, into oh, yeah. the podcast in oh, various yeah. spots, I think. But I, I like to do as uncut as possible because cool. it's just people being real, which is fun. Cool, man. I dig it. So where are we at? Um, we just dueled uh, little John and oh, he, got the best of him. So he and shows them. And then take him, he takes them to their, you know, had it was basically them just getting drunk in the woods. Yeah. Like they're just permanently camping and getting hammered in the woods. Because they're kings. Yes. They're here. Yeah, we are kings. Oh, we are kings. That's literally one of my notes is like, it's <laughs> like they just get drunk in the woods. That's their life. <laughs> I don't know where the note is, but I laughed when I wrote the note down because it's just like true of the film when you watch it, but it just made me laugh because it's... It's exactly what they're It's doing. exactly what's going on. They're just literally getting drunk in the woods and then stealing from people when they come in there. They wander too far. So they're basically Gotta living pay like your taxes. Homeless people, <laughs> essentially. This yeah, is nineteen ninety one medieval homeless. With staves. Yeah, not actually weapons. Like sticks aren't weapons. They're weapons, but they're not gonna kill anybody. Oh, it should be noted also that in the river scene, that's when he introduced himself as Robert Loxley, and you have the first Christian Slater scene where he's like, the really swing, who is this guy? I never caught Moment. it as a kid. I never caught yeah, it as a kid. Yeah, it's, it's a like, thing where he's like, oh, you motherfucker, I know who you are. <laughs> and then he, like, lips him off and storms off. Oh, no, that's later. That's in the scene where they're all hanging out and getting drunk. Yeah. He's like, what do you know, rich boy? And then he, like... Pe- Gets out of there. That what's it? Will Scarlet. That's yeah. Will Scarlet. That's there. It's Will have, Scarlet. They all have different accents. Well, yeah, I think I think Little John's the only person in the movie with an actual British. Well, I guess Alan Rickman does too. His is just unusual. But His they both have Rickman, Rickman British. Some sort of British accent. Who knows what fucking? I mean, Britain. I mean, I mean, there that's are, the thing. People are like. Oh, Kevin Costner should have a British... Like, which one should he have? There's, there's a, a fucking thousand of them. Do you say Worcester there's or one Worcestershire? Every hour. Yeah, there's one every hour in the fucking country when you go there. Like, fucking Liverpool sounds like people got fucking shit stuck in the top of their mouth the entire time they're talking. You no, 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 no. Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Yeah, and then they sound like proper English. <laughs> And it's like just Yorkshire. We don't say ah. It's sure. Sure. So yeah, I mean, who the fuck is right in this mix of fucking accents? Anyway, so this is where is this where he asks uh, if they still do church on the one day? Oh yeah. He goes. He infiltrates there. He fucking talks to yeah. That priest turns out to be a fucking jerk off. Oh yeah. Talks to Maid Marion, and then he ends up, that's when he cuts fucking Rickman's face and goes up, and he's like, I'm going to cut your head up with a spoon. Incredible line. Like, honestly, he's got some great lines in general in this movie. He's got one where he's just, like, randomly walking down a hallway, and he sees these two (laughs) whore, or, like, women that I assume are, like, whores in the movie, and he's like, you, 8.30, you, 10.30, Bring some friends. Bring a friend. And then <laughs> and then another one where, you know, Robin Hood's like kicking ass in the movie and he's like he's just getting like really mad and he's on a tirade and he's like blah 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 and he's like and cancel Christmas. <laughs> it's uh, just like it's he's just such a hateable character. It's incredible. I don't know how much of it was ad lib. I don't know how much of it he improvised, but there's like no way that the, that all of those amazing lines like that could have been written in 
when you hear something like "and cancel Christmas," Christmas. it's like that's just him being a brilliant actor. I think they probably just went, "Hey, you just kind of do your own thing." Yeah, you know what this character is. You do you you get the general sense of these lines, and then they just let him run the run the run the lines. And I really think a lot of it must have been ad lib and improvised. And holy shit, did he do an incredible job! I think that that can't be said enough. How much he stole the Mm -hmm. show in this film. Well, if you read any reviews for this movie, it's Alan Rickman puts up an award-winning performance, but it's not supported that uh, well enough with a, a, a poorly written screenplay. See, yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of Kevin Costner films. They're not very well written, mm-hmm. but Kevin Costner himself is a pretty talented actor. It's not like he ever does poorly well, as the central figure in the story. He just has these shitty fucking creatives in the back scene that are... Not doing them, you know. Well, this is on the talking tail. about dry land and what have you. <laughs> dry you know, land like it's is a myth. It's a myth. <laughs> this is coming after like Field of Dreams, The Untouchables. Oh, incredible um, films, it, it, man! He, he's, Field he of Dreams had... and Untouchables are two of the very. Do you remember very very best movies? Do you remember Three Thousand Miles to Graceland? I don't actually. <gasps> oh, is that where he's? Is this a Elvis impersonator, impersonator movie? Oh, I Kurt do Russell. actually know. Yeah. Uh, tr- and um, and he plays what's Elvis. This? Christian Slater's in it too, and there's, he pays like Christian Slater's weird hallucination like, of Elvis, right? Like, well, no, there's like four or five uh, main characters, and no, no, and they're all they're all Elvis impersonators, but they're bang, they're um, casino robbers. Oh, which one am I? Th- yeah, but one of but but Costner plays the Elvis that somebody's like insane hallucination oh, no, 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 in no, no, the no, mirror. Oh, wait, wait, no, he sees him? himself as Elvis. Uh, Kevin Costner sees himself as Elvis. Oh, so Kevin. Co- oh, but somebody interesting plays the actual uh, Elvis in oh, his not, in his hallucination I'm that not he thinks sure. that's not, actual not, Elvis. It's not Christian to Slater him. though, because Christian Slater is one of the the robbers. Yeah. it's like Christian Slater, Kevin Costner, Kurt Russell, and a couple. I'm, I'm it's we're gonna, I'm going to do it on the podcast. If you want to be part of that, you could totally can because I want to do it on this podcast. Oh, it's what I a, what a fucking, janky ass movie, but it's I, great. I loved it when I was when I first saw it. I was like, this movie's great. I, I think, think I now, still I'm like I don't know if I haven't watched it in a long time. I think that I would still probably like it because I thought it was so fucking weird that it was like I can dig this. Sometimes when I see something weird enough that's dealing with people being fucking bizarre humans as you know only humans can be because we all I l- are. Uh, yeah I, I dig that I dig that fucking okay so there's I, one shot when he came back to Sherwood Forest that I thought was phenomenal it's all one shot he hops off a boat and then like walks through the forest with like, or no, he's on his horse he steals the he steals the sheriff's horse that's the whole thing yeah he's stolen the sheriff's horse and he like, dumps out a big bag of bread Gives everybody some oh, bread, yeah. but he, that all it's all one shot till you it like cuts up to a hornet's nest. Now you have, <laughs> yeah, you got like little John, little John in the foreground. He's walking yeah. in the back behind the trees, and the way they roll the focus back and forth—that was always my favorite shot—is the rack focus going from a, a far focal point to, to like here. There's actually a great one in the movie Predator, the original Predator. Oh yeah, you go from like it's like. Jesse Ventura and the black guy, then Arnie steps in as, as like rack focus, rack focus, rack focus. I'm like, yeah, so good. But they do that whole shot, and this is where they start building. They, oh, what, what do we need that the forest cannot provide? Totally. We'll chop and down trees. And then it's the montage. Oh, it's so good. Okay, this is my question that I didn't <laughs> ask before because I wanted to wait. <laughs> Who's making all the rope? <laughs> and how are they making what the can rope? You, what do you need that the forest can't provide, Jeff? How Obviously, do you, how do you there's make rope? hemp in the forest. How do you make Bro, rope? Bro, they you know? got hemp. <laughs> 
Bro. You know how to make rope? Bro, they got so much hemp so in So much rope. They just got the rope from on, the rope trees, bro. man. Or maybe they stole it from people. I don't know. But rope that is was not my... that hard. To, honestly, rope is not that hard to make. You how need you... a twiny fucking like, plant that's really fibrous and durable, and so... then you just braid it like you braid hair. Okay. That's okay. how hemp generally, that's how hemp rope essentially okay. works. And then it gets Fine. old and dry, and instead of like a green wrapped up vine, it becomes this like loose wrapped up vine that frays, and then it looks how rope looks. Hmm. But hemp is like the oldest rope, right? right? Which is why. Well, it must have been a lot. I don't want to get all hippie. I on guess him, Sherwood Forest was full of hemp. That's what I'm saying, bro. They got all the fucking hemp, bro. They had the fucking doja. They had the hemp. They made that fucking hemp. They rope, were fucking bro. smoking. Of course, they were smoking out, bro. They were the fucking Sherwood Bandits, bro. So this, so there's like um, five <laughs> five months goes by. Five months that you hear they've yeah, they're stolen. Killing it. They're three, killing the game. They've stolen three shit. to four million dollars. Three to four million gold. Which in that okay, to be clear to be clear. If you have three million gold pieces That's in today's currency, it's a lot. You have close to a billion dollars. Yeah. So three hundred gold pe- three million gold pieces in today's currency is probably over a billion dollars. So why, n- and none of them at any point were like, <laughs> Which hey, doesn't make sense, y- but guys, they needed to make it a large number to make our brains compute. We've stolen three million gold. <laughs> Should we keep living in the forest? Or do you yeah. guys want to like go check out the rest of the world? Should we upgrade yeah. maybe? Should we maybe go get a castle? Just, we could just move to another county. They probably wouldn't even we care. Could, we could probably just buy out all the sheriff's soldiers <laughs> if we wanted to. We got three million gold. Like, yeah. There was no no talk of that because they knew eventually they were going to get What do you mean he bought mercenaries? Why didn't we (laughs) buy more mercenaries? We (laughs) have all of his money, literally almost all of his money. They could have. They should have just started yelling as soon as that fight happened because that's coming up pretty soon. We'll give you more. We have all his gold. (laughs) Oh, wait. He has all your, they got all your gold? Well, fuck you guys. I mean, we can skip a few scenes and go to there. The only thing that doesn't make sense in between here and there is why, how the fuck did Duncan lead them there? Like, how did he find? He's a blind man on yeah. a horse, and all he, and said he leads. <laughs> like, and also, what does this even mean? Like, metaphorically, that literally they can't find them in but, Sherwood Forest, but a blind man led them to um, finding a fucking group of bandits that are hiding in the like. What does this mean to your morale, I feel like, as a group that literally a blind man has led you to them? <laughs> and you couldn't like you suck. Your soldiers your are terrible. Wait, well, oh. he doesn't even he doesn't even guide the horse. All he says is I need your eyes, old friend. He, is, oh, he yeah. talks to the horse That's and what says, he says, hey. And I'm assuming That's the selling it's, line. it's the white horse, so it's the sheriff's horse, and the right. sheriff's horse has been there once. All right. Well, whatever. Once. Horses are pretty five I mean, I months hate ago, them, but sure. I assume that they they're not I don't might think they're be like able to do stuff like crows. that. I don't know if they can remember they're shit. They're fucking well. stupid as fuck. That's why they suck, I, I, man. I, I they're grew up huge with, I grew and up they're with dangerous horses. and they're dumb. They're like a temperamental animal that happens to weigh a ton. It's a bad idea. Yeah, they're I, I, have I, I, grew, I grew up with them and my parents still own them and I have a love hate relationship with horses. My first horse man. The only thing that we ran roughshod over is that they kill the cu- the sheriff kills the cousin. Quite oh, yeah. wholeheartedly because, because, after losing is, a bunch of money to this is where boys. we learn we meet Friar Tuck. So the next scene oh, after yeah, five right. months of pillaging, 
Right. Uh, everybody that comes through the forest, they, we meet Friar Tuck, and they're going there. Oh, he's singing his song. Oh, man. And Friar those, Tuck, what a great character. He's a drunk. He's a great character in he's the movie, though. Like, he he's one of the better, stronger characters, and he's not even in much of the movie, but he's a great, great character. He's very well acted. I love the whole thing where they take him back, and he's like... Fuck Like you know No matter what they <laughs> still, tell him He's like, like, oh, he's like Tries to, to bite his, his ankle And he's like I told you Chuck <laughs> And like Fucking hits his head On the tree branch And, and they then, make him Tow the fucking Carriage back In the horse thing Which honestly Would have killed somebody Probably I don't know how You could pull a carriage Full Not, of alcohol And people I mean they're yourself. balanced That's how horses Can do them But also horses do them They weigh a ton yeah. Friar Tuck's maybe a piece. maybe two fifty, <laughs> maybe he's wearing those generous three fifty. He looks it, generous three hundred. It's old times. How could you couldn't even get that? He can't fat. be three hundred pounds in that day and age. No, no. you'd maybe two twenty, but he's wearing a lot of robes. I mean, this whole thing is that he drinks tons of beer, so I guess that's what they're going for. All so those that, empty calories. Yeah, empty calories. He's got. Oh but yeah, is, what a cool character, and uh, all the fucking. The song. Oh, so then he like looks around and they're all like looking at him and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, just keeps, keeps on drinking. <laughs> I'll just shut up then. And I wonder what drinking. I wonder what the alcohol percentage of their booze was back then. High or low? <laughs> I feel like low. I feel like everything has gotten more potent today because that seems to be the case with most of our drugs. I wonder how their weed was back then. That'd be weed around there. Again, it was bad, I think. (laughs) Just like it was, like, honestly, weed when I was a kid wasn't very strong. Now it's so strong I can't even smoke it. Have you ever been to California? I have one toke and I'm like, like it literally fucking. Have you ever been to California? Many times. My dad's from there. Have you ever smoked weed there? Yeah. That California weed is insane. Yeah, they got great weed there. I smoked weed twice there before. But, but I feel like that's not any... We've got crazy weed here, too. Mm. BC's got crazy weed, too. The Gorilla Glue Indica I had down there. My buddy and I ended up Yeah, that a Northern Cali stuff is crazy, though. Yeah, You're we, not wrong. We left. We bought a quarter. Six days, we left four grams. I think people that Couldn't were smart that were from BC were like... I know where I can make more money doing this exact same occupation that requires no visa and or legality of any kind right now. I'll just move <laughs> to California and do it. I'm just staying in an Airbnb, man. <laughs> well, Never I mean, fuck back. it. They just find a somebody that wants to do a big indoor operate. Like, fuck, man. I, I know so many people that could have gone down there and made fortunes. But, I mean, mm. the islands are a beautiful place to live, so they don't want to leave. Totally. Have you heard about that? There's a book out right now. Uh, this guy wrote about the the war on the they're, so they're finding fields of weed in California that have been planted by the cartel. Oh wow! Yeah. It's I'll I'll find it out for you later. But Rogan had a guy on there. He was the author. Fields crops of weed that are basically they're saying is like sixty to eighty percent of the illegal weeds sold in the states. Yeah, but that's is produced garbage. by the cartel in California. Yeah, it's, but that's just garbage weed. If it's out, there, like even if you finish it indoors, it's garbage. Yeah, I don't. I have no. I have no idea. I got. want to read. I want to read this book. I'm gonna get the uh, the audio book. That's fair. I mean, you can do a decent product if you finish a certain amount of. Anyway, I don't want to get into technicalities. <laughs> I grew up on an island where everybody grows weed. That's still there. Yeah. And I grew up in a family that 
that was part of it. So I know a lot about it. That's why I don't smoke it now. Hmm. Turned on me. Started too early in my life. That's fair. But that I will tell you this. Uh, yeah, uh, if you grow outdoor, it's just not going to be as... It's just, there's just no way to control. Because mm-hmm. like anything in science or whatever, right? It's all about control. Yeah, It's all about being able to control all the factors that create something being good. When you can control everything... Like cooking, right? It's like being able to control every fucking step. Totally. And never lose that control, and that will make magic, right? Anyway. Welcome to Zach's Cooking Uh, Here's my TED Talk. (laughs) It's how weed and food and comedy and everything is all created and interestingly similar. Control is important. (laughs) Don't be uh, a control freak, but maybe be a control freak. So we get the two dumbest members of the band, the Sherwood Forest Band. Uh, oh, yeah. Try to rob Maid Marion and, and her, uh, yeah, Bull, and I can't remember, can't remember the other guy. I don't even think the other guy's not a name. I don't think we got his name. No. But, uh, yeah, so they get kicked in the face, and they mention, uh, we're working for Robin Hood. So they take me to him. We get a nice shot of Kevin Costner Buns. Kevin Costner back Buns. The, back in the they're 90s. not a tr- I mean, the guy's got They're no. average. They're, they're, I mean, they're, they're just flat average. white dude buns. They're not, there's no take home here. But you've got the one. And there's also the tie, the, the most market. The most marked part about this whole scenario is the tan lines oh. of how tan everything but his ass is in that shot, if yeah. I'm being honest. Why were his legs like, tanned? That didn't make any no, sense. No, nothing. Not wearing had, shorts. Everything had a tan except for his except for his butt. And uh, I don't know <laughs> if they were just like I don't know how the timing of this film worked or whatever. Like they're supposed to be in England. Nobody gets suntans there. He was obviously just like in the Greek islands or Should something. Should be a makeup a guy going. Costume. Um, let's just even <laughs> that out. Yeah, let's just get some brown. I know. Might be an idea. Anyway, um, I know that this is just like outing me as like yeah, I was staring at it. Kevin, uh, <laughs> so they bring. Her back, he she he's showing uh, him her his creation this this Sherwood Forest fucking camp, and uh, they have a big party that night. But I didn't realize that uh, Morgan Freeman's character gave her the John Little's little John's wife a C section. I didn't understand yeah, that I, as a kid. I as, didn't. As and an like adult, they leave like, that part out, right? Oh. Like that he's doing some kind of fucking move. Yeah. But that's also the turning point. Interestingly, we talked about this before we did the podcast yeah. of uh, him and Friar Tuck's relationship because they have this thing where it's Christianity versus Muslim uh, faith, right? Mm. Where it's like, and he's like, don't trust him, he'll kill her. Yeah. He's a heathen or whatever. Don't, don't, you can't do that. And, and he's then, like, she will certainly die yeah, if I don't try. Yeah. yeah. He's like, God, God will have mercy on your soul. He yeah. walks out. I'm like, I didn't and understand that. And then he does save her, right? So it's like, well, fucking, again, it's like casting uh, Eastern faith in an interesting light. Like, there's no way that this type of movie would happen right now. No. Bottom line, fuck it no, could not. People would not buy it in the internet. They'd be like, what in the yeah. fuck? That's not true. But this is coming out of an work. era where Muslim was like a black power movement, right? And now Muslim is like a fucking terrorism thing. Yeah. It's just like two different things. They they were coming out of a movement where it was like Muhammad Ali was Muslim, so it's like fuck, dude, this is part of popular culture right now. Mm, that's true. And then it just like did this twist where it was like, nah, <laughs> oh, it's really bad. <laughs> and oh, they're like, shit. but wait, there's so many of us here, and it's been a part of being black now. And no, it doesn't matter. Well, anyway, 
even that moment in this movie as a kid watching that, watching Friar Tuck come out later and go, the Lord works in mysterious ways, my friend. Yeah. I am so sorry. He apologizes to him. Yeah, and and it's a nice like, thing. Just, even as a kid, you kind of calculate, like, oh, yeah. there's something weird going on here where it's like... Like he didn't. He hated him before, but he did a really good thing. And now he's like, "I'm sorry for the way I treated you. Can you please accept yeah. my apology? Don't treat Can we be friends?" Because like, they're different. Wow. Like you know, that, morality. That, that, yeah, as a nine year old and going through my early, early like you know, ten, eleven, twelve. I'm like, this is this. It's it's me. It's a meaningful thing. It's an impactful moment in a movie. Yeah. Where I'm like, I just it was. It's amazing watching it as an adult. Going, holy shit! This is what all that meant. This is all religious stuff and like acceptance and shit. This is all of his like crowning moments throughout the movie. Just fucking beat somebody down with a sword. Riding on horseback. Shooting arrows. People falling off the trebuchets. You fucking name it, man. It's happening. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Yeah, he goes, jumps. Yeah. We had to take that later. We had to take a quick break there, everybody. So he sends Marion back on a boat, which I find strange because... Yeah, they're in a forest. Yeah, they're in a forest, and they rode into the forest. Where's the lake or the river? I don't know. They don't explain that. that No, they definitely just like popped that in there, and we're like, this makes sense. Don't worry about it. And they also send Duncan. Yep. He fancies you, my dear. Yeah. I'm blind, but there are things I can still see. (laughs) Totally. Oh, Duncan. Duncan's a great character in the film, you know, other than fucking being the asshole that leads them all back, which is, of course, the next step of the film. Yeah. Well, then she fucks up. So, uh, Kevin, Kevin, Robin's like, you need to get a message to your cousin, King Robert. Yeah. Because this is what's going on. This is all blood money because this, you're, the sheriff of Nottingham is trying to get everyone to plot against your, your, your cousin. So, she. Should have just written the letter herself. Got a carrier pigeon or something, or gone outside. No, she tried to send it through the the priest guy. He's a piece of shit. He looks shady. Like just look at him. But he, he, but she also sent uh, her her main lady Mm -hmm. with the care who we never really hear from again, which is weird. I guess we just assume that she died. Oh shit. She just got knocked out. Cause they were just, they just, she was like, I'll send her. She's my trusted servant to send this message. And then yeah, just dupes her. The horse is fairing is falling. Yeah. Club toast. Yeah. She does. this. We don't hear from her ever again. And, uh, the sheriff's got the message. So I guess we kind of just put to it. And then they just kidnap her. Like, they just kidnap her, and that's when I'm like, this is, like, it would... Oh, it gets rapey fast. It gets very rapey very fast. Kidnaps her. Duncan takes the horse, leaves. It somehow finds its way into, right to their fucking hideout. There's been a lot of scenes with the sheriff and Maid Marian, too, that are, like, super creepy at this point, too. There's one that comes to mind when they're in church, like, way earlier in the movie, and they're just like in church and they're like all in the same row or whatever. And he like leans Pew. over and he like just lurking. And, <laughs> like, and she's, she's like, like okay. oh God. And, and, uh, and her, and her, and her friend just like, kind of like does the move where she just like moves her body in the way of his field of vision. And he's like, mm, all right. And he like looks the other way. Sneers at her. He's been, he's been creeping on her for, you can assume, well before the 
oh, plot line of this movie. We might we have to add that he gave her a knife. Oh yeah, a right. Knife as a gift. knife, and she gives it to Robin yep. when he shows her all that blood, blood money, blood money, and she's like, "Oh well, it means nothing to me." And then he like, you know, puts sticks it, it down his boot, <laughs> puts it down his pants. Yeah, puts it down his pants. It, it ends up in his boot later, notably. So okay, so then now uh, Duncan leads them back, and of course they got the okay. I love the whistling arrows to notify people when people are there. This whistle, yeah. Oh, don't worry, it's Duncan. And then they start. The dude starts shooting. Nice whistle, yeah. by the way. Bun- bunch of them. Yeah. He starts shooting more. Why does he shoot so close to them? Uh, like I it, don't know. It, it whistles. I mean, they're just that good. They've he's, been trained. We went through the montage. Oh, they're very good right. at shooting arrows now. Because he shoots each one this. like yeah. a foot away from a person. Yeah. I'm thinking, what if the wind had caught that one? What if he yeah. stood up real fast? You, yeah. This is just carelessness. It's just dangerous. So the 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 Celtish, which you know, I assume are Scottish mercenaries, pull in and they, they look really they look badass. Teeth. They had really white teeth. And they the roll extras. in and they kind of they kind of fuck up the mercenaries, right? Like they get up into the oh, trees yeah. and the, and they're pretty organized and they fuck them up. And the sheriff's like, oh. And you're so thinking, you could hide in the trees, eh? And then he gets out the old flame arrows, and that's when shit goes wrong. That's when everything goes wrong. Oh, ambulance. Cops. Well, kind of Cops. like that. Yeah. But Somewhere. yeah, the fire just fucks everything up because they have no. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Well, they're they trying have... to swing around on ropes. They're trying to fucking. They got these rope hemp bridges. Rope. Yeah, hemp. All you know. hemp. <laughs> All Sherwood Forest <laughs> brand of hemp. Sherwood has got the best hemp in the county. Oh, hemp rope, bro. Can make everything you need. You don't even got to worry about it, man. So everything starts burning. They eventually okay. So this everything's doomed, and he dies. Well, they think you think he dies. Yeah, he falls into the. Well, it's very misty for some reason. I don't know why there's so much fog in the forest, but he falls through the. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. That makes more sense. Everything's on fire. (laughs) He falls through it. You kind of see that he lands on some roofs and some whatever. I like he, he doesn't just a, hit a the big ground. pile of straw. Yeah, he thought. hits like a straw roof or and something. His, and his medallion so you, falls. Got but yeah, but the, and so they find the medallion. And yeah. they're like, oh, he's dead. And like, they take a bunch of prisoners, including um, you know John Little's son and uh, Will Scarlet and Will Scarlet and just like a bunch of whatever B characters in the film that are the Merry Men. And they take them all, and they're going to kill them, right? And they find out they're going to kill them. So they're like, oh, fuck. And Robin's like, no, 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 man. Like, we're not done yet. Because I wrote down, silhouette return. And they stage this whole, (laughs) yeah, he does the whole. It's just, it's him, and there's a giant silhouette behind, or a giant shadow behind him, and he's just a silhouette. And they're like, is he dead? And then they're like, what? Yeah, same song again. I'm telling you, man. They have one. They have three songs in this entire movie, and then Brian Adams at the end, and they it works every time, regardless. That's so good. I still love that song. Yeah, still alive, bitches, and you know he's up there. Okay, the state of the dungeons, because this is a scene. That, uh, we were talking about this earlier. I have the I've I got this extended cut of this two yeah. hours and thirty six minutes. This is the one that I originally had because I know that we talked about some yeah. scenes that you didn't think were in on, the original movie. On that IMDb, it's remember. only slated as two eighteen. So I got eighteen extra minutes of footage. 
And this scene where they get in the dungeons, they're they're in shit and piss. And that was never in the original version I had. I'm like, oh, these dungeons are just disgusting. And then this is when Rickman comes in and he's like, you, torture or death. And he's like, <laughs> death, sir? Torture. You, torture or death? Torture. Torture. And then he goes, and he like does all the chatting with everyone else and he sees yeah. Christian Slater and he's like, I can he's get like, him for you. Yeah, he's like, he's like, which would would who of you know where Robin Hood is? Luxley. And uh, yeah, he's like, I'll do it. And they're like, fucking well, Scarlet's like, uh, no, the kid, yeah, little John's son, it's like cursing him out. Yeah, fuck you, man. How like, dare you? I know you've hated him for this entire movie, but how dare? What a dick move, man. Fuck you. And uh, he's like, no, I'll do it. I'll go, I'll go figure out if he's alive or whatever. And so they send him off. And he comes back to camp. And this and is where we the find firm out. Pro- the plot twist of the entire film. Bum, bum, Christian Slater's character, Will Scarlet, is actually the half-brother. The DNA results are in. Of Robin <laughs> Hood. Same dad, different mama. Our father loved you more than me. That's right. That's right. I'm the bastard child. I'm the bastard child of a marriage that you broke apart. I have a brother. Yeah. I have a brother. I, I have to say this. Um, Emotional moment. Uh, very powerful. Kevin Costner's uh, emoting skills at this point in his career were not what they are now. And this is just part of developing your skills as an actor. I've done a little bit of acting. Not a lot to, to know exactly, but... He's, I'm just like, he didn't get any real emotional reaction no. when his dad was dead or when he found out he had a brother. I'm like, he could be doing... Like, Christian Slater's crying. Christian Slater's doing a great Christian job. Christian Slater does a low-key, incredible job in this film. Another great yep. actor, Christian Slater. Uh, one of my absolute favorites, True Moments. I think yes. it's one of the most underrated movies oh. of all times. That's Quentin Tarantino's it's one of his only, first writing it credit, is. right? It is his only first writing credit. And uh, I think that uh, that's one of his only lead acting roles. So good. And he was incredible in it. And, you know, it's it's hard to resonate with how people make it and don't make it as lead actors or whatever. But, man, Christian Slater's got some motherfucking chops. Mm-hmm. Incredible in both those films. And, yeah, he was incredible in this film as the really emotionally volatile secretly brother of Robin of Loxley, right? Like, really, really, you know, torn by this guy who's come back and who's obviously changed, but he's hated his whole Mm -hmm. life. And he doesn't know how to not hate him. And he doesn't get a ton of screen time in this film. He maybe only gets eight minutes, ten minutes total. Maybe a bit more than that, but not much. In a a two-hour and 36-minute movie, he does not get a lot. Not much more. Honestly, it picks up towards the end because when they do the whole they do the whole heist scene, right? It turns into kind of like this whole scene where, uh, you know, it's like a... I love these types of scenes, too. They're talking like the like whole... Like it becomes the this whole... Stashing the explosives the here. The plan. That there. But you don't know what the plan is, but you see the plan start to yeah. come out and formulate. I love these types of scenes. I feel like you don't see them enough in today's movies. They try to describe them too much now. Too much They try exposition. and set you up for them. And instead, you just need to go in knowing that they've got a fucking cool plan. And the plan doesn't go well. That's the whole thing with it. They put 
uh, Will Scarlet gets caught in the crowd. Traitor! You yeah, know? by by little John's by son. By little John's son, right? And then they put his head on the explosive barrel. Can't shoot the barrel anymore. Oh, they got to improvise. Like, you know, and it just doesn't need exposition, like you're saying. It just doesn't need explaining that they had this big plan. You watch the elaborate plan play out, and you're like, fuck yeah. And it builds the scene. It's very By well them not having explained it beforehand at all, they're just kind of like, they show you how they, you know, have these little stones or whatever, and they're like, all right, you go here. And then the scene <laughs> ends. That's the most explanation of what's coming that you get. And then they show up, and it's like... Then we get wedding day. They're doing so, shit. I had a few things about wedding day. Um, so the the plan they're laying all like they're you know dropping swords off the side of the wall. She walks up there, drops swords off the wall. Oh no, I'm just hanging um, out, love. Hello, but lover. She throws yeah. a rope over for little John. She hauls. Oh yeah, she hauls up the swords. That's right. He drops them. She she he ties them off. She hauls them up a seventy foot wall. It's pretty, oh it's man, pretty tall. Steel. She's strong as fuck. Yeah. And then she drops the swords off, and then she throws a rope down for him. He climbs it. He doesn't look like the most cardio strong <laughs> man. You know, I don't think he could. That's a. If you've ever climbed, I mean, a he's rope, been living in the woods. True, he's okay. strongest man of the woods. I'm the strongest man in the woods. Yeah, best best man of the oh, woods. Yeah, I think man. it is. Yeah. See, that's a very vague, broad term. Well, I mean, he's best amongst a bunch of dudes that get wasted in the woods. Yes, who and live there. They're like, basically they have they're a music festival guys before music and festivals happened and they just get drunk in the woods instead. He's compared to Bull. So really well, it's not much to compare to. Yeah, there's not a lot of other well, I mean Will Scarlet's the only other guy that's got talent and Will Scarlet gets an arrow in the hand and a couple of other like so like he doesn't mark himself as somebody who's actually got a lot of like talent yeah. in the world. But uh, nevertheless, very emotionally played <laughs> character. But yeah, there's not really anybody outside of Little John that strikes you as a particularly talented or physically fit individual. Physically, physically enhanced yeah. individual. I mean, they just like to drink, which is fine. I'm totally fine. I would, I, as I'm on beard four. Yeah, three, four. it's yeah, like, four. fuck, man, let's just fucking build tree forts and live in the fucking forest and rob people. I'm, I'm halfway on board with the entire theme of this movie. If I was in the medieval times, I'd probably be living in Sherwood Forest. I wouldn't want to live start for the, li- Just start robbing logging trucks. Give just us all murdering, logs. Murdering just, people. Yeah, just... just Hijack cars on the highway, man. <laughs> Live in the fucking be a highwayman forest. All right, guys. If you don't hear from us for a while, you know what we're doing. We're <laughs> setting up a tree fort city. Do not in Port Renfrew. Come into John. And Dean we're not Park. robbing people. We might be robbing people. We're probably robbing people. Just don't bring your stuff into John Dean Park. It's just north of here. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I was lots say, of trails. Lots of trees. John Dean Park. That Sweet. Sound like a pickles. Real thing. Pickles Bluff. It's a cool spot. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> none of these. They're real. None of them you, sound real. You haven't spent time in Brentwood Bay. <laughs> Google it, man. Google that um, shit. There's one spot up by uh, Port Renfrew called Minute Creek. And one time I was coming back from Tall Tree Music Festival, and I was super hungover. And then this is the type of person that I'm in. I just like to stir the shit up. And I was everyone's hungover in the car, and they're just dead to the world. Oh, and I'm like, that happens. I'm like, uh, is it uh, Minute Creek or Minute Creek? And it literally, like, there was no sound in the vehicle for five minutes, and then somebody was just like, "Fuck you, man!" Like five minutes. <laughs> hey, man, fuck you. 
Min- <laughs> it's Minute Mute. Creek. Shut up, you fucking asshole. Anyway, I just thought I would share that. Stir. <laughs> <laughs> Add a dash of that. Well, I don't know. Up. I thought it was kind of at least somewhat clever. So how did... I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he couldn't shoot the, the exploding barrel, and that's when the sheriff was like, boom, do it. And they kicked the, the stool out from under young Will. Is, wait, was that his name? Yeah. It was Will Scarlet. I, what was John uh, Little's son's name? Wolf. Oh, Wolf. Wolf. Yes. That's what it was. Wolf. Yeah. Kick his chair out. And this Robin, is like... Robin shooting the fucking cord, which, by the way... Hard to watch as a kid. I'm like, this kid is This is a tough hang. shot with a fucking bow and arrow. I don't PG care who you rating. are. This kid is being hung. Yeah, there's a child being He's hung. He's being hung. <laughs> PG, everyone. <laughs> this is PG. It's a good point. Yes. Bringing it back to the PG shoots, full circle. Shoots the rope twice with two arrows. Yeah, or, gets, two gets, arrows, gets, gets the second one. And then like... Locksley falls. Uh, little John kind of like bulls over the fucking, well, you know. Before, a lot of things b- before happen. Before that, um, yeah, like the the sheriff discovers he because he pulls off his hood after he shoots the rope. I don't know why because he just gives himself away. Shoots yeah. the rope, pulls the hood off, like and I'm then here. sheriff's I'm like fucking Robin Hood. Locksley, and then yeah. she's like Robin. Yeah, and that's when the sheriff's like kick the rest of them down. And this like. This takes a sadistic person. I guess you got to be a sadistic person to be a hangman for one. But he's just like, fuck yeah. Boom. Just starts kicking chairs. He's like, let's fucking hang them all. Yeah. <laughs> and like, then he pulls out a fucking huge axe and is like, oh, he's like, oh, what I'm going to do about Will Scarlet over here. Oh, I know. I'm going to pull out this massive axe and he's about to lop his fucking head off. And he gets shot in the fucking face. Right between the eyes with a flaming arrow. PG, everybody. Because in in this one minute time span, uh, Morgan Freeman has shot two other exploding bullets. He's dressed up as a mummy, by the way, for some reason. Uh, They say he's a leper. Oh, yeah, he has leper. So you can't touch a leper because they'll give you leprosy. (laughs) What's he doing riding a. Anyway. What's he doing working? You're a leper. You got a trading cart? See, son, you have leprosy. You could be working. Well, he's wrapped in cloth, so I assume that does the trick. <laughs> Cover up the leprosy scars. Get back to work, <laughs> slave. <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, he's, so he blows the fucking place up. The place is in turmoil. And it just happens to be a flaming arrow right next to Kevin Costner. Yeah. Shoots Buddy in the face. Yeah. Right in the face. And yeah. And it's a great scene. It is. Pr- that, they did that, a lot of like arrow close up scenes where they were like following with the focus. camera that the air where it was like, yeah. I still love that shot. Oh, it's amazing. I wrote down There's epic. one in the forest. Yeah, they're, <laughs> both, they're fire both arrow epic. shots. The one where Robin shoots the one uh, and like splits the arrow in half in the forest oh, when yeah. they're figuring out how to shoot. It's another. They, they do some epic uh, bow and arrow shooting in this film. This is still such a good movie. I'm so glad we watched this. Oh, it's uh, it's an incredible film. There's no doubt about it. Uh, so they got everybody kind of down and out from the from the hangman's noose, so to speak. But then, you know, Alan Rick, uh, the sheriff, they escape back into the castle. Is like, and close the fuck gate. this. I got a wedding, and I gotta rape this wife I gotta- of mine. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. And we talked about this before the podcast. It's very strange that the rape scene within this film is kind of filmed to be a little bit comical. I remember as like a kid, this would like, not fly in today's world. He's like, she's like, you have. She's to... trying to keep her legs clamped, and Even... he's like trying to, and it's like this, like some kind of weird sound things happens that we both discuss, but we can't quite. 
I imagine it put our fingers on. It was a slide whistle, like, but someone was like, mm, <laughs> "No," but just maybe, maybe just <laughs> no, turn the, the volume of the slide whistle yeah. down a little bit. Maybe let's change it to a, like a modest slip. Wow, I don't whoop, know. Whoop. I don't know like what a, like they a, like did. Like a slipping sound almost. I don't know what <laughs> they did to like. And then the the the, the like witch is there, and she's like coaching. You him must on. take she's her like, now. Take it. Do it. Do He's it. Like, I will not take her until we are properly wed. <laughs> I, for once in my life, I'll have something that is pure. You'll stop interfering. <laughs> and he's just slobbering all over the place. Like, Jesus Christ. He's yeah. screaming about, I will not rape her until we're married. And yeah. then I'll rape her. Yeah. Fuck, this is 1991. This is Alan Rickman. <laughs> Fuck, like this, we're watching this as kids. I yeah. can't imagine a PG. nine-year-old watching something PG like that little. now. Ladies and gentlemen, PG. PG. Uh, <laughs> wow. Should have at least been PG-13. I at mean, least. you'd think they'd throw the 13 in. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. So, so okay, then we get to the catapult scene. I love this. This is a oh, horrible, yeah. horrible catapult. If I was going to buy a catapult and they launched it... Oh, I mean, the physics <laughs> of this scene should not be discussed by anybody who knows anything about physics. No. First even, of all. Even I know a They're catapult. going over a wall. Why is it near the wall? Why is it facing to go over the wall? What is there a catapult doing in the courtyard? There's a lot of intangibles here. But you can't... Like, don't overthink <laughs> this, folks that are inclined towards physics... This is just to be cool so that Will Scarlet can say, Fuck me, he cleared it. Exactly. I'm <laughs> glad you're on board for that moment. I've been waiting to I say that. I was hoping <laughs> for two that you hours. knew. I was hoping you knew where I was going. Oh. That is the entire. There's no. There's not like a physics. There's not a. It's a seventy foot wall. There's not wall. a thought. Yeah. There's not a thought process here. They okay. were just like, this would be cool. And then, and then they thought of the follow-up scene, and we're like, yeah, let's yeah. do this. That's it. What That's can we all make it was, say? guys. It's PG. We can have one fuck in this movie. I don't even know if you <laughs> let's, can. Let's make it. You can't in today's movie. No. You can't have a fuck in a PG film. PG films are literally Disney films. That's yeah. it. The rest are PG. Uh, pretty much everything's PG-13. Who now. made this movie? Was it Miramax? Yeah. I feel like it was it Miramax. It was Miramax, yeah. <laughs> but this, they've... This, but some director or producer did some serious work to get this thing marked down to PG. Because even then, they fuck. There was fucking Christian moms talking about everything back then, man. <laughs> this, the catapult went straight up. Maybe yeah. okay. Here, here's a theory. Maybe the catapult was broken because somebody launched it and went, "What the fuck? The cannonballs just keep going straight up. <laughs> put it, put it, put it in the backyard." I and love then how it's cannonballs <laughs> in your mind. Yeah, they're shooting cannonballs. Fiery, cannon, fiery balls of something. <laughs> what did they put in catapults? Stones, man. Oh, okay. Just big stones, <laughs> I assume. Also, though, I'm now like, what did they put? I'm not sure. I assume stones, though. Uh, okay. Yeah, but cannonballs stones. would be funny. <laughs> well, we don't have a cannon. It's not, it doesn't happen for like 300 years. Where do we put these giant iron fucking globes? I, I know. I have an idea. <laughs> I got something here. Hold on. Bear with me. One out of five of them might <laughs> launch it straight up in the air, though. So just be aware of that. Yeah, well, when you watch the video of it, too, and it shows them getting lifted, they just go straight up. Yeah. They don't, they're <laughs> no. not, 
headed in a direction. Up, this catapult, that's if it were a real catapult, would have fired them right into the wall at sweet thing, sixty miles an hour. Is it probably going? I don't know. An hour? But you have to calibrate. Like they require calibration. Like that's the thing. Catapults aren't one note fucking objects or trebuchets or however. They've got to fucking figure it out, man. This was basic. Figure it out. <laughs> it got. It takes time. There's trial and error. The first shot is not human passengers. No, I can't find producer on there. I don't even care. But I don't, we don't need. Any regardless, media. we've already been over <laughs> this. The whole point of the scene was for them to have a badass opening. We're clearing into the keep, just so Christian Slater could say, "Fuck me, he cleared it." That's it. With that's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's all. That's the whole point. And you know, Christian Slater's been saved by his brother. He loves him now dearly. All is well in the world, except Maid Marian is is trapped in, in a building with a witch and the sheriff being accosted. And I think some politicians, but I can't remember. There's a so there's okay so there's the his some right hand man. So there's okay. You remember this, this? This is weird. I had to question this. So the sheriff's right-hand man, he got his tongue cut out, remember? He said something, and he's like, cut his tongue out. And oh, Mordiana, Mordiana was like, well, you shouldn't do that. And he goes, no, cut his tongue out. So that dude with like And he's the, still around at he's the still, end? He's still around. Remember, he, oh, was wow, riding on a chalk, he was riding on a chalkboard at one point. What? At showing him, asking him questions. entirely. I was, it was so wow. confusing because it was the extended version I watched. So the dude wow. got his tongue cut out. And I was like, oh, he cut his tongue out? Which is why I was so confused is when the dude was writing with chalk on a chalkboard. <laughs> pointing it at the sheriff. And he was like, getting mad at him. And the guy wouldn't say anything because he couldn't. Because he had his so tongue cut out. He kicked him I didn't out. I didn't notice this at all. Dude, he, you got to watch it again and check it out. So wow. at, during this ceremony at the end, the most ridiculous scene ever, totally he, he ridiculous. gets kicked out of the room. So he comes out of the room and somebody grabs him. I think it might be uh, Morgan Freeman's in that scene or something. Well, and yeah. There's a point where that guy gets grabbed by something. It might be fucking Kevin. It was Kevin Costner and Morgan Freeman because they're inside now. They do they two grab different him. things. They do two different things. Mar- uh, Costner busts in through the window, right? Yeah. But Morgan yes. Freeman, he busts in through the door yes. but to like, kill the witch. This is before this. was the witch attacks him outside with the spear uh, first. Okay. Like yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In the, in the hallway. Gets him in the gut. While, while Kevin Costner's upstairs trying yeah. to f- f- do the thing through the window. Yeah. But as they're That's working true. their way up there, yeah. they're trying to find out how to get upstairs. And they grab that little dude that got his tongue cut out. And they're like, where is she? And he goes, stairs over there. He talks. I'm like, what the fuck? He... I wrote it down. I said, I thought that guy got his tongue cut out. <laughs> so what the fuck? I, I, I almost want to watch it again. To, to I walk. need to know. I need to get you need to the to, bottom I'm of this. I'm just going to skim through not. it. And I'm going to skim through it and recheck it again. I did not. I expect to hear some kind of resolve of this within the scope of this podcast. You should just snip it right in here. <laughs> I will. They'll find the answer for me. Like, this is what it is. Yeah. But that was so confusing. I'm like, because he's writing on, ch- on a chalkboard, a little tiny chalkboard. Or what are they? they there's a name for that. It's a, um, students used to use it in class. It's a fucking, God damn it. Doesn't oh, matter. I don't there's a name for it. I'm popping pop, pop ahead when I wake up in the middle of the night. Ah, this is what it is. A slate. A slate. Ah. You write on a slate with chalk. Okay. And you clean your slate. That's a clean slate. Ah, clean ah, you slate. Clean the slate ah, off. Okay. He's writing, he's writing on a slate. And I was like, well, how the fuck did he say stairs over there? I'm like, maybe you can get a couple words out with no tongue, but I don't think no, so. No, you can't get any words out with no tongue. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I know, I'm not trying to be ableist. I'm just saying no, no tongue, no articulation. Tongue 
Yeah. You need it. So I'm they not s- I'm not doing a bit about deaf people. I'm just saying no tongue, no articulation. So then, okay, so we have a couple different things happening here. Um, the priest marries them, and then he runs out, and Morgan Freeman gets attacked by the Mort- Mortiana with the spear. She stabs him. Stabs and then, him and then kind of books it. she kills herself. He just holds the... She's like... No, she, she just fucking... No, she spins around, and she impales herself on the spear. I thought he fucking came in well, the no, room. Well, no, that's, and... that's... Don't ruin it. That's after... Oh. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, because she comes back. That's she right. Im- she impales herself on the spear she attacked him with because they wrestle for a bit. Right. And he throws her and then she goes, and just runs at him. He just goes, boom. And she just runs onto the spear and he's like, right. what the fuck? And then she goes, right. and runs away. Right. Meanwhile, the priest that married the rape victim and fucking. Come back to his room. Yeah. And he's like, I'm out of here. He's, he's like, like shoveling gold in his shit. And in comes Friar Tuck. And Friar Tuck's like, oh, yeah. how can a man of the cloth do this? And he's like, oh, you're leaving, are you? Yeah. Well, here, you're going to need lots of gold. Take all the gold. And he, then he throws him out the window. Yes. He throws just, him out the window he, and he's like, good luck on your passage to hell. Pay, pay, here's here's 30 pieces of silver. To pay the devil on your way to hell. Oh, that's even I better. I fucking love this movie. Yeah. And he pushes him out the Friar window. Friar a great character in this film. Oh, it can't that's... be underscored how entertaining this guy is for like six minutes of screen time. It's so good. That, right that at the beginning right when you meet him and he's drunk, he's amazing. Oh. And then he's like teaching people about beer in the village. A village full of, by the way, already alcoholics that live in the forest. They've been and drinking all they do mead. is drink. But now they have beer, beer. so they're getting drunk <laughs> up of it. <laughs> he just, he's having like a sermon about beer, and he's like, this is just grain, <laughs> but the good Lord taught us how to make beer. Let's just learn about beer. He's a fucking good character. But he just murders that priest. And I'm looking at this as an adult now going, fuck me. Yeah. He piled PG, him up with gold. him out the window, and you see PG. him at the bottom. With gold everywhere, and he's dead. And he people just got are just out a window, picking the gold up. You don't hear one person go, "Oh my god, that man is dead." Well, just, I mean, give me the gold. I feel like if you're a peasant and you see that much gold, you're not really going to question why there's that. It's you're true. Just gonna fucking... like, that dead body is full of gold. That kids, same, yeah. kids, bring the bring some bags. <laughs> that same thing would happen here, but with like hundred dollar bills, and people would be like. Oh my God, that guy's dead! And for two seconds, and they'd be like, "Fucking, yeah. what, what, he's what, dead, what? and he doesn't have any money on him." Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Call yeah. the police! Wow, what's all this jewelry and hundred dollar bills that are around him? <laughs> I don't think those were there at all, uh, officer. I, he was. Yeah, he didn't have a wallet. We don't know who he is. Hundred dollar bills. Oh, people didn't have wallets. They had purses. Purses. Satchels. Coin pouch. He did have a coin purse, actually. Many. Yeah. This is a hot day and. A horrible day to burden a horse with such a heavy purse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> classic, classic line. I love how we Oh, pick. yeah. It's the, it's oh, the yeah. chick, and she's like really enthralled, remember? He such charms a beautiful her. woman doesn't mm. need such decorations yes. or something like yes, that. Yes, and she's and like, he, like, slips the oh ring up. She's God. like, Ooh. you charming motherfucker. Yeah, mm. she's like, I'm going to fuck Robin Hood. If my dad <laughs> yes. wasn't here, I'd be fucking you yeah. right now. I actually, I forgot, but I wrote it down. It said, charmed and robbed her. I'm like, yeah. that's like, he's just like, mm, yeah, baby, give me that. Whatever. <laughs> so now we get the epic sword fight. Now we're at the sword fight where he's like, Pshung, pulls out your father's blade. Yeah. Your father's sword. How fitting it is that I'm going to use it to kill you. <laughs> and 
this is a pretty good sword fight. Like he's, oh, it's a great sword fight. There's uh, all kinds of things that are going on. They're using objects in the room. Yeah. He brings a candle in. His sword gets broken in half. Like, there's lots of fucking cool shit. And the, then the choreography, the effort that went into the choreography of that scene. I was just thinking that the whole time going like they're like like you said, they're using foreign objects and he's pushing statues in front of him and shit. I'm like, this took time because he looks like he's fucking just swinging wildly. But and this is before the time where you had like insane stuntmen that Mm -hmm. were going to do fucking crazy parkour backflip fucking fight scenes for you. This is when it was like, we're going to think this out. And, like, what would be cool with it? Like, this was prior to these ages where you had intense athletes that were brought. Like, Mm. that's what Gladiator is, right? It's intense athletes that are brought in to do incredibly athletic things. Whereas this is more, like, situationally intense and enthralling because they bring in all of these objects. And then, boom, at the very end, he pulls out Maid Marian's dagger and in the whammy heart. right in the heart and he spit it you know and the thing is and this is i've i've said this a number of times on this podcast the classic bad guy mistake he doesn't just kill him he has him he's got him a knife point his blade is at his throat just lean but it's it not just, enough. just lean not into enough. it he's got to talk just, to him about it just push forward he's 10 gotta inches he's got to talk to him about it and <laughs> then like, whammo and like and he has to do the full two hand wind up like it's a sharp sword, I would assume. Yeah, you don't actually have to do that much more. It's already no, there. All just, you have to do just, is kind of lean yeah, into it. Just push, you could even just, just push fall. forward. You could even just just fall. nick his jugular just a little bit. Yeah. But no, he makes the mistake no, of talking. Much. Looks back in Marion to be like, "I'm gonna kill him, yeah. then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna finish you. you. Yeah, then I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna put a baby in. Yeah, you. I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna finish that rape we talked about <laughs> earlier. We talked about it. <laughs> we did the weird, strangely God, trying we, to be comical scene." Earlier, and then I'm gonna finish that off, and then and then he gets stabbed. And it's just such a swift Idiot. move, too. Just boom, bam, right in the heart. And he does like that. That's it. That's over and done. And yeah, spit coming out of his mouth, a little bit of blood. Oh, it's, it's a great a, death. It's a great death. It's great death. Like even He's spitting and slobbering. He's looking around. Staggering he kind of goes towards Marion. He's like, and she's like, the get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Don't touch me, fucking rapist. Jesus. <laughs> How dare, so good. And How then, dare you? How dare you? And now, and I've said now, no so many times. How dare it's you? It's 2019. And um, now we have the scene that you've mentioned before. They're they're like, oh my god, Robin, you're alive! And they kiss, and yeah, then all of a sudden, boom! The door, or no, the she. All you hear is, you hear is, uh, yeah. And she comes out with a spear. Montiana. And then Morgan Freeman kicks that motherfucking door down. Hazim, the great uh, one. That's his name. And Hazim. Yeah. Fuck. Why didn't you say that earlier? I, I, <laughs> I was waiting for it, I guess. Hazim, Hazim the great one. I am home. Uh, and he gets that fucking Moorish blade, the like weird curved one. And, and he fucking bashes it. He gets her right in the middle of the chest, and she literally... I love the way flies. that they set this scene. Yeah, flies. She flies across the room, which is fitting, because, you know, she's a tiny-looking, frail lady. And if you get hit by a fucking massive sword... Thrown by Morgan thrown by Freeman, a Azim, the great full-grown one. adult that you assume is strong, it's going to fuck you up. And it it's going to fuck you up, and it really did. And that's an amazing... And he's like, my vow is fulfilled, Christian. And it's then, just, 
uh, just it's incredible. Great, they'd wrap it up in a nice, nice neat little everything's, package. That's the whole thing about this film is that everything's wrapped up in a neat little package. Him and his brother are good. The sheriff's dead. The witch, you thought she was gone. She comes back. Boom. The vow's done. Oof. Everything's good. And so then good. to go wedding. to the wedding. And of course, I'll speak. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Con- Sean I will Connery. Allow this, I will allow this marriage to happen as long as I'm allowed to give the bride away. I got to work on my Connery. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. It's but got like, potential. You know, it's got potential. It's not bad. I know. I you know. I think anybody that's listening to this knows who you were trying yeah. to be. It's certain words. Too, like I can do the hold, hold, hold. good speed. Uh, it means Godspeed. Robin Luxley. No, I don't have it at all. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, and, and then you and get then, this bit part in from Sean Connery, who's an incredible act. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, Sean Connery. At Welcome. the time of this film, we've already talked about this bef- before in this yeah, what podcast. Was he, what was he doing? Uh, we were talking about um, Last Crusade right. and how cool that scene was where he's fucking puffing the seagulls around. I mean, he was in a bunch of James Bond movies. Oh yeah, he'd been doing Bond like a motherfucker. And he was, this a, point. he was, in my opinion, he's the best Bond ever. Like he was just a fucking badass, oh, ladies' so man, motherfucker. The Highlander. Like he, he was in the Untouchables with Costner too. I there forgot about that. There you go. The Presidio, yeah, right. Indiana Jones like... Crusade '89, uh, Hunt for Red October in 1990, and that was right before Prince of Thieves. Here, he's uncredited in that movie. Unreal. King Richard uncredited. It's Weird. fucking Sean Connery. Yeah, it's Sean Connery at the height, the peak, arguably, of his fame. That's crazy. And what an incredible actor. Uh, again, you know, I think I've already mentioned this to you that uh, Christian Slater might be one of the best bit parts ever. But man, mm-hmm. Sean Connery, he did a lot of leads, though. Yeah, he had quite a few. He had quite a few. But even everything he did as a couple great, was really good. Incredible actor, man. Holy shit. Sean Connery is just a powerful. Fucking actor. The one last point in this movie to end it all off is is Friar Tuck breaks the fourth wall, addresses the oh, audience. Yeah. I can't remember what he says. I, do you remember what he said? It was um, it was something like, I, oh, God damn it, just something kind of like, oh, everything kind of worked out in the end there. Oh, oh get out of here. Fuck, I can't or, think of nothing it. Nothing more to see here because they're yo, they're making out. They're like yo, you can. He goes, bride and groom. You may kiss the bride. Yeah, you may and kiss then, the bride. And he's like, oh, nothing to see here or something like something, something, something like, like that. that. Uh, well, for me, I have one more point, and I know that you just said that this was the last point, but my big point of this film is this is the first and only time where you hear an actual song that's not... <laughs> and yeah, what we have is a beautiful... Uh, Look into my yeah, that's right. Send off from you Vancouver's own uh, Brian Adams. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I'm getting tingles in my spine right now just thinking of how it's such a good song. perfect it was. Remember the music video? And yeah, at the end of the film, they have a fucking music video where for some reason everybody's in a meadow. I don't even, I think it's just Brian in a meadow and he's singing to somebody. Yep, like Brian some in a meadow. amorphous woman that's kind of 
cruising around in a dress, but you don't get to see her, and she's it's just like there. Scenes and... from the movie. Oh, this is was that the what it easiest, is? This was the easiest music video right. to make in history, I would think. Because it is clipped back <laughs> through the movie, and yeah. it's just like Miriam Put in a dress, there. and Miriam Him and Miriam going down the rope, yeah. going down to the bottom. Ah, yeah, right. The fire yeah. arrow shot, the uh, splitting the arrow him, shot. Him, him grabbing her at the end of the movie. <laughs> it's That's all it was, Robin. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, uh, and you know it's magical. It's uh, it's uh, you know, like I said, it's, it brings a brings Sorry, a shiver to my. Spine. I don't edit out the burps, just so you know. Oh well, it's part fine. of my my um, mystique. So mystique. <laughs> usually, because this is your first time on here, what we do is we give these movies a rating. But you have to oh, you have to rate them out of whatever you feel like rating them out of. So it could be the most random shits. I like, give this. Uh, <sighs> What's a Scottish metric? I would say potatoes, stones. but I don't want to give fucking Irish that much credit. Oh, Irish. I'm thinking I always Scottish is stones, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to say stones. And you know what? This movie is worth every bit of its weight in stone. What an incredible film. Uh, it's honestly one of my favorite films from my childhood. I really enjoyed watching it the other day when I rewatched it. I don't know if I'm going to give it an actual grade. I'm giving it an honest 8 out of 10. This has got, nice. like, incredible rewatchability to me. It's just got... Alan Rickman is incredible. Kevin Costner is great. Um, um, the Friar Talk character. I don't even know who that actor is, but what a great job. He was good. Uh, Christian Slater is incredible. And like you said, what does he get? 15 minutes of airtime? Maybe 10 minutes. And Maybe. Christian Slater's incredible. What a fucking job he does in that tiny, tiny role. Uh, in the film, yeah, this is an easy eight out of maybe even an eight and a half out of ten for me. This is a great, great movie. Uh, I don't give out like big scores, like, this is a big score. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, a ten, I, I can't, I don't, I mean, maybe I have two. Like, The Godfather 2 is probably a ten for me, hmm. and maybe like, uh, I don't know, man, there's not a lot of tens. The Godfather 2 is probably one of the ones that I would rate above it, though. Mike. I think Willow might be a nine. I fucking love Willow. We've already come full. We're coming full circle. But. Oh, okay. Michael McShane is the name of Friar Tuck. Have you seen Office Space? Yes. Remember the hypnotherapist? Oh, that's right. Deeper yes. and deeper. Way, way, way down. Way down. <laughs> that totally is one. him. <laughs> that's him. I've never seen him anything else. <laughs> Those two things. And what great two roles he's done. Deeper and deeper. Wait, so today Balls is... incredibly memorable. Today is the worst... How's this guy not working in every <laughs> film, man? Today is the worst day of your life? Yes. <laughs> man, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Just the All worst. All right, Peter, I'm going to try and help you. <laughs> <laughs> no, two yeah, totally memorable Oi. fucking role. One, <laughs> you just sit there while Doctor Swanson dies. Okay, I'm gonna give it. I give it nine flaming arrows out of ten barrels of beer. Nice, because it yeah, like like this. I've got a lot of same things you said. Like this movie, watching it now, I probably hadn't seen it in twenty three years. Like probably say ninety six the last time I watched it, and it still holds up. It's still great. so good. The the, I, the story I, I, I is get, great. I get why people don't like it. I get the lack of the English 
accent. Well, that who, who I get I that that's not. An, that. I never thought of it either. And somebody pointed it out. It's like okay, it's a, it's it's English folklore. Okay, I'll give it to you. But you know, it, it doesn't take away from the fact that uh, the acting in it is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, like everybody does a great job. There's no actor in it where I go, "Oh, you suck." Not no character is played poorly. Every character is played well. And there are a lot of really good characters. And like it, Alan Rickman, we were talking about earlier, did he improv it? How much did he ad lib? Man, he Hard to say. fucking owned Stole that the show, role. though. He was so good. Like I he, have to think that he improved and, and did his so. own with that a lot because, holy fuck, so much of it is so good. It's so genuine. It's, the, it, none of it seems scripted. The, c- the cut your out, cut, cut your heart out how, with a spoon. Why a spoon, cousin? Why not an axe? And it's uh, dull, you and, twit. It'll and, hurt more. It'll hurt more. Now sew and keep <laughs> the stitches small. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just such a reprehensible guy. And cancel Christmas. <laughs> like he's just such a fucking. Sack of sh- He's so hateable. You, 10.30. You, 10.45. <laughs> Bring a friend. Bring a friend. <laughs> it's, it's just so good. There's so many, like, you, it's just incredible. You just hate him, but you love him at the same time. It's like, well, wow, I mean, this you hate good. him, but you realize that because you, it's like any other really good movie villain, you know? Like I said, with the, with the, um, with Joaquin's character from fucking Gladiator. I don't mm-hmm. remember what the fuck his name is. But such a hit. you realize at the end you don't realize at the time because you're, you're you're too you're too set on being like oh, I fucking hate this character <laughs> I hate this guy fuck this guy and then you realize after you're like oh that actor did an incredible job yeah because well, I hated it it's have you watched Game of Thrones yeah Cersei oh yeah it's her right there hateable like, even Joffrey the young, yes. the young fella. That was a great like, job. I, I read the he books. Actually, I think he did a better job than uh, than he was, than he was the, amazing. The young, the, yeah. Apparently, he got out of acting and is just doing stage stuff now. Really? Yeah, he like hates the world of. Anyway, well, that's that's I can understand that. I'm sure. But, yeah, yeah, he's kind of like fuck this. I made my money, and he just wants to do like theater and like, like do whatever um, the fuck. Malfoy from Harry Potter. People are just like if I saw that, be like fuck you, Malfoy. Yeah. <laughs> but again, Alan Rickman like Snape. Snape. And, uh, fuck. I'm listening to the audiobooks right now, man, and all I hear so is Snape hateable. talking whenever I hear that character. That character is written so mean. So mean. And anyway. Alan Rickman just yeah. knocks that. We don't need to start going part. into a tangent no. on uh, no. Harry Potter. Too Zach, many tangents. thank you so much for coming out hey, to the podcast, Jeff, man. I appreciate this was a lot it. of fun. And I'm really looking forward to doing it again. I think we should do the other Robin Hood movies. We should do the one with... Uh, yeah. With um, we have to face? figure out how to curtail our fucking many tangents so you don't have three no. hour podcasts. We're only for the two hours and eighteen minutes. That's not that's the longest. <laughs> that's <one> arguably <laughs> the same amount of time as Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, hey. depending on which cut you get. That's true. This is the actual <laughs> recorded number on IMDb, so we're gonna call it there. So that's where we'll say goodbye. Thanks, Zach. Thank you so much. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye. This is real garbage. <laughs>